somehow some way uh welcome to tin drink minimum my name is chris let me see what my audio looks like looks better yeah again again my big main computer is having problems so i guess the uh rule of thumb is don't uh build your own machine just buy them at the store so <laughs> is, that, is that the rule of thumb yeah uh, no but you know whatever <laughs> whatever i don't know fucking so yeah uh, everybody's here uh james is here hello Ooh, hold on let me turn you down okay <laughs> Yeah, talking that microphone, James. Yeah, I must be way up if I'm actually blowing. I'm a soft speaker anyway. There you go, yeah. yeah. Um, finally, finally says a word. He blows out all the speakers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you at? Ray, talking to that microphone. I'm Ray Basuda at 10 Drink Minimum. There we go. Holly, are you here? I'm here. Ooh, yeah, you are. <laughs> uh, let me let me get you guys in. Nice there. live sound check for everybody. <laughs> right. This is how it goes inside the studio. Lots of chords, lots of things. I yeah. imagine uh, that uh, I could never set this up myself. So no, <laughs> if we didn't, which one's which? Or... Yeah. I, I I used to be the I, I started as a sound guy on his on yeah. this. That was my entire job. I didn't even have a mic in front of me. Right. That's yeah. yeah. I remember that was yeah that was at the art bar. <sighs> oh, okay. If we didn't have Chris, I mean. I guess. Well, and you saw me before the show. I wasn't having a good time, was I? No, no. no you were not. <laughs> Ray, talking to your microphone again. I don't. And that was that was before you had had any drinks too. So maybe that's what you needed was uh was a couple drinks in you to to get you relaxed. There we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whenever uh, I was yeah. working for uh, uh my previous job, I had to do a lot of IT stuff and troubleshooting. Even the most basic stuff can be such a pain in the ass. Let alone something this intricate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, at this point, yeah. I wouldn't even know what to do. Like, he's all <laughs> that cable, the white one, the white circle thing. Just, I'm like, yeah. okay. It's I'll, working now, though. I mean, it's all up and we're good. I don't know. I'd, I'd say 90% of the issues yeah. that I was doing at the previous office was like, if you can turn it off and back on, it'll fix everything. Oh, we did that. <laughs> you saw me. Yeah, we tried we, that. We, yeah. went, we went way past that here. <laughs> yeah. I, I usually turn things off and back on and off and back on. And then I just yell at it. And sometimes that works. So yeah. just yell at it. Start yeah. cursing at it till it works. Yeah. yeah. I mean, nope. it's not an exact science. I mean, it's funny because, like, people are always like, hey, I'd like to do a podcast, which they don't understand. This podcast is just audio. It's none of this video shit. Yeah, that's true. And then they'll start talking about the video part of it. And I was like, oh, I thought you wanted to do a podcast. And they're like, yeah, like you. And I go, that's not a podcast. That's yeah. a web show. Yeah. Know? We publish it uh, as a podcast, but we, yeah. we actually do a live show. Yeah. So um, this week... Um, we're once again sponsored by Safe House Distilling. Oh, uh, we still have more of the uh, of the double white lightning whiskey right here. I should say, and that was so good. Yeah, yeah, it is really. Um, good. And then Ray, that's a it's a good kick in the throat. I like how I didn't have the camera on there, and I you know moved it. There we go. <laughs> See, there's the white lightning white whiskey, 
And then Ray, so uh, you went out and you we talked about tacos last week when Peter was on the show. And you went out and you, you wanted to get your favorite tacos from your favorite taco place and you wanted us to try them, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, Peter was talking about some of the places that he liked around town. And I know that's like a, you know, big drinking food in general. I think that whenever you go out, you, you, you know, try tacos around Albuquerque. And especially we're in the Southwest. We're yeah. in New Mexico. Tacos is a big thing. So uh, I've had an opportunity to try a lot of different tacos from all around. And I think that I have found my favorite taco place. And I thought I wanted to, uh, to reach out to these people and uh, let us uh, have you guys try it out because i'm not sure if you guys have ever been there before it's a place called uh, los primos mexican grill they're on uh, manal uh near the schlotskis over there uh kind oh, of wow. uh, closer to san mateo if you guys are uh, okay. in that area but um so in a cooler uh we have over there um four of their like their main ones which is you're gonna get the al pastor you get the carne asada uh, barbacoa and carnitas oh wow so uh i don't know smiley if you want to start kind of sure busting thing. those out for us but um you know, they, uh, they make Mexican street tacos, and that's uh, what I've kind of found to be some of my favorite tacos. I think that you get the best value out of it because these are dollar tacos, and oh. that that I think it makes a huge thing for uh, for what you're trying. Because uh, there was a place uh, Zacatecas, which I oh, really yeah. like their tacos, but they're like three dollars, three fifty a taco, and you know, for as good as they are, you have to kind of like factor that into like, is it really worth it? Like, if I'm I'm gonna pay like twelve dollars for just a few tacos so dollar taco specials any day of the week uh you can't go wrong there now oh these are sweet yeah. oh wow yeah so uh at first first impression you're gonna notice that they're a little smaller than like your regular taco okay but that's i think pretty iconic for what you're gonna get for a mexican street taco so i became obsessed with al pastor whenever i went to mexico for uh for day of the dead uh that was uh you know back in october and um, if you notice in here, you have the uh, the more red one. That's your Al Pastor. And then okay. um, the lighter of the two shredded is going to be your Carnitas. And then um, we have the uh, Barbacoa and the Carne Asada. But uh, in that uh, bigger one there, we have limes, uh cilantro onion okay. all the good fixings salsa so please uh feel free to dress them as you will and then uh we can kind of hear what you guys think okay. about those awesome. said in the chat the girl next to you got a doll taco too a doll taco yeah i don't what, know what that what means what does no. that mean <laughs> not sure not sure <laughs> but okay fair enough i guess so Smiley's going to have to take care of mine. I can't really yeah. <laughs> do that at the same time. Um, so uh, as we're kind of uh, like getting into these, I wanted to kind of ask you guys, what, what about a taco, I guess, makes it good for you? What are some of the factors that you guys factor into uh, whenever you're shopping around? Or, uh, you know, your favorite taco places, what is it about them that, that make them stand above uh, some of the other spots? Uh, for me, important thing is the meat. How does the meat taste? Mm -hmm. um, and the price. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, so far, uh, where is your uh, favorite taco place? Oh, I don't know. Uh, mine, it, it, it's either Sister Bar. Oh, yeah. I like Sister Bar. Um, uh, Taqueria Mexico. Oh, yeah. Or, honestly, Palmer Brewing. Oh, Palmer I Palmer Brewing does a Spam Taco, and I, I think it's fantastic. <laughs> spam Taco. Spam Tacos, yeah. So they're moving around, and they're setting up. Uh, yeah, Smiley's <laughs> helping get them all set up. Um, while we're doing that, um, I want to go ahead and thank uh, Peter Travisani for being on the show last week. It was kind of funny. I mean, 
after the show, he was like, he was like, yeah, man. He goes, they were they were texting me and I didn't see it. And they were like, don't do any more shots. And I thought that was pretty fantastic. I imagine that double white whiskey can be uh, sneaky just because it's so smooth and tasty. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's uh, 110 proof? What, what was the uh, proof on that? 111. It's a 111. 111. Yeah. That's Anywhere except lot. Chico's Tacos, they said in the chat. <laughs> Bro, so, yeah. come on. Chico's Tacos. I've never had Chico's Tacos. You know what? I used to love Chico's yeah. Tacos, and then they changed the cheese. They got better cheese, but it, it ruined the tacos. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. They got better cheese, and it ruined the tacos. Yep. That's interesting. Because I think they used to use, like, really cheap cheese. Yeah. And it just tasted amazing. Interesting. Okay. And then they got fancy cheese, and I think it just threw off the balance. Oh. They like they like down they like they're like you know what we got a little extra money let's buy which never happens no one ever goes hey let's uh, you know let's let's upgrade the food they usually like you know food costs are too high right we're gonna have to yeah. buy the cheaper cheese from the different company and now that ruins the taste and then now we don't have a place yeah, yeah and I don't know it, when's the last time you had them Holly but I had them not that long ago <laughs> whenever I was down there wrestling in El Paso and Chico's Tacos I don't you could put the fanciest cheese you want on there and or the worst cheese it doesn't matter they were awful Chico's <laughs> Tacos Chico's Tacos were the biggest letdown of of my career as a wrestler yeah. of tra- traveling I'm sorry. And, and food cheek like Everyone had talked this up so big, and they ended up tasting like uh, rolled like microwave taquitos uh, <laughs> in oh. like that watery little bit that you get in the ketchup whenever you don't shake it. They're just like soaked in that. It was uh, awful. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> Ew. You that know. sounds disgusting. I've never had them. In, 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 I guess they don't have them here in Albuquerque. Apparently. No, only mm-hmm. El Paso. Mm-hmm. Only, yeah. only and, El Paso. Yep. Yeah. I think so. Is it like just one location? No, there's a couple locations. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that they're local to El Paso. Yeah. To be fair, yeah. I was drunk when I drank when I ate them. I was drunk when I drank them. I was drunk when I ate no them. No way. Or I was a child. They're asking in the chat how was the Chico's burger though. Oh, I never. I didn't try. Do they that. have a hamburger? They do, and the one that we had, if I remember right, it had like sliced hot dog on it. Like they like grilled the hot dog, put it on there. I think that's a classic Mexican move. And uh, I mean, I'll, I'll give them that, but still, it wasn't going to be enough to get me to go back to it. Whenever it's a tacos place, and their tacos were awful, and that's my opinion. Yeah. But uh, that I hated them. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> these are pretty good, man. Yeah. Are we eating them yet? I didn't know we were. Yeah. No. No. Whenever you're Sorry. ready. Mm. Yeah, um, <laughs> I know it's great to eat while we're on a microphone. That's great. It's like, yum, yum, yum. Uh, Big shout out to everybody that's watching at Red Door Brewing. Yeah. Right now there's a watch party, I guess. It, yep. They're Hamster. doing like a dollar off beers, so get yep. down there. A dollar Wait, off beers. Me? Seriously? Yeah. I'm eating yeah. on camera for a while. I know. Party? I'm like, uh, my boyfriend is for sure watching this right now, and I don't want to eat in front of the camera. You don't want to eat in front of the camera? Yeah. Well, I mean, I will. Here, I'll, switch <laughs> it, I'll switch it to me and Smiley. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, you're Thanks. Now you're hidden. <laughs> mm. Thanks, Chris. They're all that fat guy, Chris. He eats on camera all the time. You don't care. <laughs> you don't give a shit. ASMR is becoming a pretty big, uh, you know, pretty big genre on YouTube. Maybe people will like yeah. it. We'll start grabbing some of their uh, <laughs> listeners to to the podcast. Yeah, maybe so. Have y'all. you guys ever heard any Did of those they have videos the or seen them? Yeah, we're like, just gonna eat tacos. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's like I'm putting the, I'm putting the chili on the taco. <laughs> It's barbacoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
and then they like tap their nails on the microphone as well, and uh, or they eat like honeycomb. So you just like hear all the the crunching and the gooiness. It's it's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to yuck anybody's yum, but it's disgusting. That guy, the guy in the chat, he, I think he's trolling. He said, "Would you say the best burger from Chico's Burger?" I've never had it, and I'm going to say no. <laughs> so yeah, well, well, de- no. definitely not. Weirdly enough, uh, I used to bring gummy bears in every week until I realized doing the sound that that just made everyone have <laughs> like the whole time I'm like oh, I need to stop bringing in gummy bears <laughs> just chewing gum yeah. I know that uh, I mean I, Chris is wearing the shirt big league chew I'm sure that if he, if he could he'd have a, a big wad in his cheek as he's uh, doing the show <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah I love big league chew man it's the shit people are like you really like it or is it just a novelty I'm like no I really like it yeah I'm a big fan I like the grape. Yeah, and I had never actually had it until you introduced me to it, and grape no. was my first introduction as well. Well, yeah. really, you've never never had big league chew. I knew that it existed, and, and maybe as a kid, I guess I had had it, but I had no recollection of having it before that. Uh, so whenever I saw that it was all shredded, that was a surprise to me already. Well, yeah, because it's like chew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which Pretty is. Much. Pretty disgusting, I guess, and it and it said, but it was it was good gum, and I guess it's like those candy cigarettes, but it exactly. outlasted them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so speaking of hamburgers, I you know we because you know, you know teach, teaching teaching kids to smoke is always the way to go. Oh, I'm, I'm surprised it's still around. <laughs> They're like saying, "I wonder what happened with the gummy bears." But speaking of the hamburger, this story was brought to me by by our friend Ming Chen from the Shared Universe, and he said, "Did this really happen?" So this is a story from here in Albuquerque, uh, and this is from this. The article is actually from Newsweek.com. Uh, K. Thor Jensen, uh, police arrested Dominic Cauldron on Tuesday for solicitation after he allegedly attempted to pay an undercover police officer <laughs> posing as a prostitute with a hamburger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> KRQE reported that Cauldron, a 36-year-old registered sex offender was riding his bicycle on Central Avenue in Albuquerque on the evening of January 28th. When he spotted the female officer, he approached her and asked how much it would be for a sexual encounter. The pair agreed on a price, but Cauldron told the officer that he could not pay it because he did not get paid from his job until Friday. He then asked her for her phone number so he could enjoy her services later. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I would gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger <laughs> for and some sex today. today. <laughs> That's, I I don't even understand what, why, like, yeah. why would you think that that's enough for a woman to give you the you know something that should be pretty expensive? You think? Like, how many times has that worked for him? I mean, you know, first of all, how, you, you, how dare you? You, you, <laughs> you have to think about that one too. That's a, that's a good question. That's obviously something that he's pulled before. Yeah. He's like, I've paid for sex with a hamburger before. Why shouldn't it work this time? I mean, ladies, if you're accepting a hamburger for sexual services, come on. You're worth more than that, girl. You got this. Yeah, go for the full combo. Yeah, yeah. Not. You better get you, you. It has to have a frosty with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then it goes on. The officer noticed that Calderon, Calderon was carrying a bag from Chili's, ugh, mm-hmm. according to the smoking gun, and asked him what was inside. He told her that it was a hamburger. At that point, the officer proposed that 
her fee could be the burger instead of cash. Okay, hold on a second. That's that. That's her fault. It's <laughs> like, why don't you just pay me? She really wanted to arrest this guy. Yeah. It's like, well, you don't got any money. Why don't you pay me a hamburger? Oh, okay. That's when the guy should have went, okay, cop. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay, so he didn't try to. He yeah, didn't that, propose the hammer. No, she did. That's that crazy. also that also seems a little bit like entrapment. Uh, yeah, you know, because she's like, oh wait, you don't have any money. Ah, oh, damn uh, it. I mean, it sounds like he propositioned first. Well, sure. Yeah, but then he was like, you know what? I don't get paid today, so that's totally New Mexican yeah, right there. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know, uh, how like, about I get your EBT? phone number, <laughs> and then on Friday I'll call you. You know, and. First of all, why are you getting a hamburger from Chili's? That's a weird Ooh, one. You know, I guess I missed that detail. I was yeah. wondering where it was from. I, in my mind, I actually picture this all going down in front of the McDonald's on Wyoming right, and right. Central. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> ugh. Ugh. <laughs> she's like, ugh. and they're like, they're like in the inner ear and in the little uh, microphone or the her little earpiece. Ask him what's in the bag. Uh, see if he'll give you a hamburger for it. And she's like, it's just chilies. And they're like, uh, try anyway. Yeah. Right, that, that was crazy. Does the hamburger like, become evidence at that point? Or? Right? Yeah. Hmm. Then by the time they go to the to trial, it's all just rotted away. Unless it's McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. Then it's still there. <laughs> I just saw that Morgan Spurlock, uh, the, uh, the guy from Super Size Me, is coming back and he's doing... Uh, Essentially, a sequel to it. Well, he already oh, really? did. It came out uh, late last mm-hmm. year, but uh, it's focusing a lot on uh, chicken. And uh, I guess like one of the big things he's doing is showing how much of a scam this whole free range, like oh, yeah. how little it actually takes to get these qualifications sure. that these people are looking for. And like during the trailer, he's like showing. He's like, you put like a one foot like chain link just outside the door, and that. Uh, constitutes is like free range, but uh, su- Super Size Me Too, Morgan Spurlock, that just came out uh, last year. I'm definitely going to be checking that one out because that first one was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I've oh, heard yeah. there's a lot of criticisms about it that uh, people have done the same thing and they didn't have the same effects. Really? Yeah. So we think they is a little gimmicked, or at least, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, from what I've read, I mean, you know, I mean, the problem with documentaries, I love them, and there's a lot of them now that they're finding out that they were they were. Faked. Well, a lot, of, a lot of things about uh, his was uh, very special because he went from being yeah. a hardcore like vegetarian right. yeah. to just eating. Like, if yeah. something's in your diet, your body knows how to what to do with sure. it. He just went in the straight system yeah. shock because yeah. he doesn't eat that at all. Well, and I think a lot of this stuff, <clears throat> a lot of those documentaries do are a little bit alarmist, like. I'm not saying that there are, there are not problems with a lot of the things we're doing, but I don't know. I just, I think he knows what he's doing. He knows it's going to be popular. He knows he's going to make money off of it. Yeah. So you kind of have to look at the motivation behind Ooh. something. He got me too'd as well. Mm. I didn't know that. He what? Ooh, bummer. He got me too'd. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'm, you know, I don't know. I just I try not to watch those things. Um, oh, I watch them. I watch them all day. I love documentaries. Even I, love, I know that they're definitely biased. I love documentaries, but I think some of these things um, are like feeding into some other gimmicky things that oh well, sure you know drag people in. Um, also, though, a lot of the stuff that they talk about just makes me like food 
things mm-hmm. just creeps me out. Yeah, I never. Yeah, you're like, well, I'm gonna eat it anyway. Now I'm just gonna throw up when I eat it. The next uh-huh. time. Thanks. The worst thing about supersize me is I know that it's supposed to be kind of like the shock and like disgust, but I was getting hungry. Like watching, oh, it, nice. I was like, man, I could go for some McDonald's. Like that's normally drunk food for me yeah. as a whole, but it's like, man. You know, I haven't had those fries in a little bit. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I've I haven't I haven't had McDonald's. I don't think I've ever liked McDonald's in my entire life. Really? Oh really? <laughs> I love oh. their French fries. I only so... went there as a kid because they gave me a toy. Mm-hmm. Are you guys watching? I mean, I don't know if you are not the documentary, the docu series on uh, HBO about the Monopoly game. No. no. Oh my god, it's fucking awesome. So the million dollar Monopoly. Has never been legitimately won by a, a person. They like the the one from McDonald's, right? Right. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So they've been doing this series. It's like I think it's like two episodes in now, and you know I don't I don't want to ruin anything, but uh, one day like it just it's just it's literally like a shitty like bad cop movie where the FBI agents are in the office and then the you know the old grizzled ones like huh. Uh, and the young one's like, I, I want to do some stuff. Let's go do some some crazy shit. Eh, shut up and just sit down, you know. And like the young one sees like a little post-it note that says McDonald's Monopoly scam, and he's like, What's this? And he's just like, eh, I don't want to put that down. Don't worry about it. And the the guy doesn't. And man, it just opens up like once they start looking into it, it just blows up into this whole mafia crazed fucking um, you know scam where all the winners. Are all related to in some way or another. Mm. Oh my god! Oh, well, From I all mean, time. have you guys ever seen the movie about McDonald's? How like the you know how oh, that yeah. all went down? Yeah, and like, does it really surprise you that they would do something like well, that? Well, it's not even okay. So the, that's that's the thing. You, you kind of have to like the only thing McDonald's about this whole thing is that their name is on the game. Mm. They don't actually run the game. Oh, gotcha. So. That's actually what's kind of cool about it. Like that's what I love about documentaries, is like they they show in like the second only two episodes so far, mm-hmm. and so McDonald's doesn't run the game. Oh, they okay. pay this company to do it, of course, right? And this is like the same people who do Publishers Clearinghouse. They oh, do, um, shit that for makes the government sense because their their mailing stuff is so. Um, I don't want to say encrypted, but like. If you can encrypt mail, they're the best at it. Gotcha. And they show like how they do the game pieces, and it was pretty intense. It was pretty insane. And the winner ones, so the winners show up to the the facility, the McDonald's facility, in a briefcase, chained to a guy's arm. <laughs> what? And then they take them, and they had um, a, a black light writing on them, mm-hmm. so that if someone turns them in and they don't have that black light writing on them, then they're um, fakes. Wow. And then the actual game pieces are flawed on purpose. Wow. So that if you go and like, it, it, only the game pieces, like if you see the game piece in the advertisement, it's perfect. Right. Or, you know, it's as perfect as it can be. So if somebody counterfeits it, first the first thing they look for is that flaw. Right. Oh, wow. And it was pretty crazy. And then they had a black light that went over it and showed like the black light writing. This is wow. like 80s and 90s, you know? Right. So That's it, it was pretty intense. So literally, like I haven't, they haven't got the whole story, but it goes all the way to like the mafia. Wow, it's insane! Yeah, I, I want to watch that. How far back have they been doing the Monopoly game? Because I remember that as far yeah. back as me being a kid since the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, 
That's crazy. I think it's pretty cool. I was watching it and I was just like, I love uh, stuff like that. I just finished that uh, limited series on yeah. Netflix called The Pharmacist. I haven't watched that one. Oh man! They're saying in the chat they missed the supersized cokes. Do they not have that anymore? No, I mean, their large is pretty big. Their large is pretty big. <laughs> How much bigger? Uh, it's probably just not called that. They got rid. They got rid of the styrofoam cups, though. Oh really? And I know that that's like. For the environment. Well, they got rid of just supersized, period. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they don't But, I mean, their large is still pretty yeah. big. Oh, yeah. I mean, but I don't think they've had... I, I mean, let's let's be real. The documentary Super Size Me came out, and I would venture to guess that they stopped using the term super size probably right around that. Sure. Yeah, because yeah. if know? I remember right, the, the gimmick was that they asked. He had to, right? Yeah. 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 Interesting. Um, but yeah, I started watching that pharmacist thing. Okay. And at first, I just I was like, the first episode, I thought, uh, I don't know, this doesn't seem as crazy as everybody was saying. And then somebody said, no, keep going. Okay. And so what I is did. It about? What's the, so the gist of it? It's basically, like this pharmacist, his son ends up passing away. Um. Not necessarily related to uh, the oxycodone or whatever, but he starts noticing like a huge amount of oxycodone or oxycotton um, prescriptions coming from the same doctor. And it's like young people and it's a really high dose that he's like, this is insane. Um, and he just started asking people questions. And the more he dug into it, the more he learned that there was this lady who used to be a pediatrician ended up opening a pain clinic and people were paying her money to give them prescriptions. Oh, wow. And it goes like really deep into things. Um, like he reports them and all this stuff and it is insane. Um, and the way the story ends is just mind blowing. Well, no, I mean, I, I bet they, um, I'm in the hospital a lot. If you <laughs> might've guessed, right. <clears throat> I hurt myself a lot. And I always request Tylenol because they will just, they're all, take an Oxy. Take yep. an Oxy. Here's a prescription for a hundred of them. And I'm like, get, wow. the, get the fuck yeah. off of me. And that's one thing. I that- want a Tylenol because <laughs> I just hurt myself. That's it. I don't want anything else. Yeah. And that's one thing they confront in it too is that at the time, it was like they were saying that it wasn't dangerous and wasn't addictive and it wasn't causing problems and all this stuff. But I mean, I think the numbers. Do you know how show- much a, a prescription for a um, hundred, a hundred tablets of uh, I think it's 20 milligram oxys are 20 bucks. Jeez. Wow. It's $20. And they'll hand that to you because I, because oh, yeah. it sprained my ankle. There's a, to- wow. there's a, there's They're a, all, here's a heroin addiction. Yeah, Have right. fun with that. Yeah. Right. Well, there was a big thing about, uh, I mean, they call it hillbilly heroin. Cause right. like in Florida, there was a, there's a doc, there's a couple of documentaries about this where in Florida that literally they would have like the doctor at the strip mall and then the pharmacies would be like in the strip mall. Yeah. So they, they could give you oxy. You go in and you'd be like, oh, my, my elbow hurts. Oh, here's some oxy. And right. They go and then they found out the doctor had investments in the pharmacies. Yeah, it's, big, it's crazy. Know, just bullshit, you know. And um, this one is just so insane. Like he starts to feel weird when he realizes that there's police officers, and this isn't even giving anything away. But to tell you how crazy and deep this went, there were police officers from the city running security 
for at the doctor's yeah, office. Weird. So, you know, that's like insane. And he literally was just, you know, your everyday pharmacist who just didn't want somebody else's kids to get hurt. So that's awesome. Um, yeah. They're saying in the chat a McDonald's large is 32 ounces. A supersized large was 44 ounces. That's insane. Nobody needs that they much stuff. The, the Sonic still has the Route 44. Oh, yeah. And they're huge. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not going to lie. Every now and then I get one. But, you know, <laughs> it, is it good for you? No. No. I'll buy a two liter it. and drink it myself. Not only right. that. It happens. Yeah. It happens not, sometimes. Not only that. I'm going to tell you this. And it's going to maybe affect the way you uh, drink soda from now on. Um, they don't clean those lines very often. They don't. They really, really, really don't. No. A lot of times, like, you know, if, if, if the, and it's not even that, the, the place that owns it, um, usually like it's, it's like distributor, distributor, Coke or Pepsi yeah. has to come in and do it. And we're not allowed to touch those. Yeah. I'll tell yeah. you. That's uh, their property. We're like leasing it from them. I worked at a bar in town and I will tell you that the entire time I worked there, not once did I see a distributor clean our lines, check our really? lines. As a matter of fact, one time. Our Diet Coke line leaked into my well. It was full of Diet Coke, my oh, whole gross. well. Um, and it was terrifying at first because I didn't know what it was. I was yeah. like, why is my well black? This is weird. Have you ever seen it where like they clean out the lines for like the first time in forever and like big chunks of black stuff Yeah, come it's out? gross. Mm. It is disgusting. It is disgusting. Yeah. Um, but they... I called the distributor. It took them three weeks to even call us back. Wow. They yeah, they're don't all, care. Who are you? No yeah. one gets their no life. No one gets <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. And this, and you are... <laughs> and what do you mean? I don't... Uh, we don't seem to have any records. Yeah. yeah. I worked for a movie theater whenever I was young, and we do really well as cleaning the nozzles, um, yeah. but the yeah. lines themselves yeah, or yeah. anything oh. further than that, I don't think it had ever, ever been touched unless right. like something was broken. You, you yeah. have to call the company because yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're not allowed to touch them. Mm-hmm. Nope. They're their proprietary yep. property. Yeah. And I will tell you that if you ever do see it get cleaned, it is traumatic. It is traumatic. <laughs> yeah. It's disgusting it's as so fuck, dude. so gross. I can't stand it. It was like, oh. <laughs> It's <laughs> so bad. Okay, I, I worked at a place where we, we requested to get them cleaned, and they were all like, how about we just replace them? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, okay. they'll just replace them or, you know. Seems, it seems a little extreme, but, you know. Eric, well, really? You can't just like, yeah, we'll just put in new ones. It looks like this has been I here wonder, for 30 years. We'll just get new ones on yeah. us. <laughs> I wonder how much that has to do with how gross the lines are. You know what I mean? Like, they know it's going to be gross, and that's why they don't want anybody else cleaning the lines, and right. why they don't want to clean them. They'll just replace them. I'm wondering if they know how disgusting They that probably is. just know how dumb all the employees are, because <laughs> we were like a bunch of 16-year-olds working at that movie theater. Like, I don't know if I'd be trusting them with, like, you know, hundreds of dollars worth of equipment. Like, just... Don't touch that little kids. Like think of the employees <laughs> working at McDonald's. I I don't know if I'd want to trust them in thousands of dollars oh, worth. But of, I'm saying like that's why you don't ever see them clean them. Exactly. Either. Yeah. It's yeah. like they don't want you to know how disgusting yeah. it is. I'm we're, just curious. We're really missing out. We're talking about documentaries and living in New Mexico. We're really missing oh, yeah. out. On the largest yes. news about a documentary. There's a. This is a <laughs> Vice.com. Uh, Alex Zar- Zaragoza. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, according to a new documentary that's coming out, Tupac is alive and well, and he's living, living here in here. New Mexico. Yep. You know, um, on, on, on the Navajo Res, is this? He's on the, that yeah, man. I saw him. I saw him at the Golden Pride. 
up on Lomas <laughs> near near the the university. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> he was getting, you know, he's getting a number nine. I I I know that you know this is exciting. Yeah. Uh, but what I want to see is the documentary about uh, Andy Kaufman. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Because he is legitimately living in New Mexico. Oh really? Oh yeah, it's been known for years. Huh. Him and Tupac are roommates. Him and Tupac are roommates. I mean, yeah. let's not get crazy. <laughs> this is this is a good are you place really, to hide you, out. Do you really think he is? Yeah, Kurt Fletcher and I... Well, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Kurt Fletcher and I uh, are hopeful about yeah. it, um, but we, we have decided that if he did fake his death, which would be yeah. a very Andy Kaufman thing to do, um, he probably did live here or does... Wow. Uh, but but Kurt and I are halfway joking, halfway serious that he might possibly be alive. What if what if that is a thing? What if there's just like this commune like up near Taos, <laughs> and there's just shitloads of like you know people who yeah. fake their death. Elvis just passed away recently right. on the commune. You know. Yeah. And- I mean, if you think about it, New Mexico, like especially like somewhere like Taos or somewhere you know in the mountains or something, would be kind of a yeah. great place to disappear. Yeah. You know, John Lennon's all, "Hey, Tupac." <laughs> don't forget to shut the refrigerator yeah. <laughs> you know that'd be amazing i don't know uh but i did read a theory so i i heard about this and i started digging into it because i find things like this endlessly interesting just like the andy kaufman one I, I just find it interesting what what makes you think he lives here uh well there were sightings years and years and years ago um like really convincing sightings but uh, it, like I said, it's halfway joking. Yeah. Um, but I think on one level, I think the fascination with people's heroes dying or like not dying is like you, we don't want to admit that mortality is a thing. And so you also don't want to admit that like this person is gone. I think it's like right. a weird denial thing. Well, I like how they're like everybody's like Tupac's alive. But everybody's pretty sure Biggie got fucking yeah, smoked, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. But, um, no, he, he didn't run from that car. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think what fed he into didn't it. run, period. <laughs> I think what fed into it that I find interesting, and I think the reason why people are so convinced is that there's this thing called the seven-day theory, and he was apparently in the hospital for six days, and oh, I didn't really know this. Like, I just didn't look into his death that much until this week. Because I was like, why are they making a documentary about him living here? It's so weird. Yeah. And now I'm kind of like, oh, I see where somebody could get this from. Because there are so many people that have this thing called the seven-day theory where he just... It wasn't necessarily that he faked getting shot or that he, you know, there was like a body double or like anything like that. It was that he got the surgery and actually survived it. And just kind of was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Um, and so, I mean, I don't know. Well, I, and then, and then, uh, even even Shug Knight claimed Shakur walked out of the hospital. Yeah, he said he he said he walked out of the hospital. So I don't so, I don't know. Said he was hiding in Malaysia at one point. Um, I mean, and that's the other part of this that's so bizarre. Um, I don't know. I personally, I think it would be pretty cool though if we found out he really was alive. But I highly doubt he's living here. He's probably yeah. hiding out with his mom to be. So while these to be allegations real. could endanger Shakur's safety, why would they? Yeah, you know, he yeah. wasn't even the one that was supposed to be shot. It was supposed to be Suge Knight, right? Yeah, you know? I don't know. I uh, I met. Well, I saw Suge Knight. I'm not gonna say I met him, but I uh, was in Las Vegas in a casino, and this 
gigantic man. And like to me, like I swore that he was like six eight. He just was yeah. huge. And like he had his entourage with him. He's walking past. I was like, geez, that's a big man. And then this drunk chick next to me, she's like, hey. That's Suge Knight. Oh, dang. And, and I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. But, like, I looked him up, and I guess he's, like, my height. But he, sugar. he carries, yeah, he carries himself like he's a, a giant, yeah. for sure. He got some lifts in those shoes. Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> that would be fucked up. You're, like, 6'6", six, six, and you put lifts in to be, like, 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, <laughs> right. I just feel like that's how tall people are. Yeah. I don't know. I'm You're just all, so short. I don't know how tall you are. I know. You're just tall. I'm so short that, like... I just like to tell myself that all of y'all are wearing lifts in your shoes. Oh, okay. Yeah. It makes me feel better <laughs> about Sometimes myself. I am. If you ever see one of us, if, like Ray can probably test this, you ever see us trip on something and fall, you'll realize that being tall isn't the best thing. Right. Oh, no. I, I feel or when like. You smack your head in something oh, fuck. repeatedly. Oh, man. Walking I, into founders and having to make sure to like, have my hand so I yeah. don't catch my head yeah, on yeah, my... yeah. I don't necessarily think being tall is better. They said he's 6'7. Okay. Jeez Louise. Yeah. Well, he looked every bit of it. <laughs> yeah. I bet. Yeah. Well, and I feel like a lot of times people like what they think a height is and what it really is are two different things. Yeah. You know? mm. Like you're like, oh shit, that guy's, you know, seven feet tall. And they're like, well, that's 6'10", but you know, that's <laughs> inches from, you know. That's a lot. You know. That's two inches from. When at one time I saw Royal trip and fall and it was oh. like a giraffe fell over. Yeah. Like, because he's so not just tall, but he's like. Long, like his limbs are so long, yeah, and there is no way that he can he's, fall he's gracefully. Too. Yeah, he's when he topples, All it of is his weights in his forehead. I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, it's and it's ears. it's a it brings a lot of attention. Oh yeah, yeah, because he's so tall and lanky, and I, he takes things out when he goes down. And then when I fall, it's like nobody even notices because <laughs> I'm so close to the ground. <laughs> hey, that, that's that's when it's nice. It, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, like being a little kid. Oh, he <laughs> fell like three feet. Like when a little kid falls and you're like, oh, are they going to cry? And then they just laugh and keep running. And you're like, fuck. Our little one started doing this thing where she fakes us out when we're uh, wrestling with her. Like she wrestles with her dad. And when she, I think it's when she feels like she needs a minute to think about what she's going to do. She starts wailing. And then as soon as he like takes a minute to be like, are you okay? She starts laughing so hard. So now we never know when she really hurt herself. Uh, I believe that's called crying wolf. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's hilarious. Is one of these fish? No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? You're like, was one coming off fishy to you? Yes. <laughs> Do you know what color it was or which one you were looking at? Yeah. I do. Actually, no. I have the other half of it One of your right tacos here. made me sick. Oh, what color was it? Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> what color is it? I loved it's, all of them. It's covered in red sauce, so I'm not sure. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> so, again, what's the name of this place again? Uh, so, Los Primos uh, Mexican Grill, and uh, they're really new. I think they uh, just opened up April of last year, so they, they haven't even hit the one-year mark just yet. Wow. And um, I found them uh, randomly because I was uh, trying to find something to eat for dinner. I was driving up Manal, and I just see this big sign. This is 99 cent street tacos. I said, there we go. That's, that's the place. See, yeah, that's a <laughs> they, good advertising. That's, yeah. yeah, that's great advertising. So, 
So I dropped in there, and um, it's run by this couple, and they are the sweetest couple, but also very Mexican, and that's how you know, you know oh, you're yeah. getting oh, you know, yeah. authentic food, and, and yeah. um, they're super super helpful because I, it's the first time I'm going in there. I'm like, I don't know what's good, so I'm asking questions. They're, they're being really helpful, and so every chance I get, I try to go back or take somebody else with me now just because, uh, again, for the, this little thing that we have, it's like four bucks for four tacos that's not bad and they're delicious right and if you wanted to like you know go go big still eight bucks for eight tacos is a lot of food but if you're getting that at one of those other places like hell i'm sure that the last call has amazing tacos but they're for sure going to be like four bucks a piece i I could care less i'll never eat there ever oh me either no i I will not Mm -mm. because they went in front of the city I saw the YouTube video and they were trying to. They were telling, talking like mad lies about the food trucks. Uh-huh. Oh, they were. And, uh, oh, those were the ones. Yep. And oh, so I was like, all right, well, yeah, I'll never no. eat at that place. What was uh, what was going on there? I guess let's uh, <clears throat> let's hear it. Because uh, so the food, you know, so last calls over here now off Central. They closed their mm-hmm. other location. Yeah, I think they they so, closed their Richmond location. So what they wanted to do is first first and foremost, when there was nowhere to eat downtown. There were food trucks. Mm-hmm. So many. So food many. Trucks. And so, so then yeah. you know, it was like walking through a restaurant with bars on your right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, and there were some great so food amazing. trucks, you know? So, so then these businesses start coming in and start opening up and selling food. Well, they go in front of the city council and they're like, yeah, the food trucks are a menace. They dump grease in the street, they throw trash. They making up lies. lies. Yeah, just mm-hmm. making up shit. I to was get watching them the YouTube closed video. down. And that the owner of that place is the one that was doing it. So yep. oh, he moved man. to Rio Rancho too. He has a yeah. Rio Rancho location now, and every time I drive by, I'm like, "Ugh, gross." So I won't support him at all. And, and they're overpriced. Yeah. This place, I don't know. affordable, delicious, wonderful. Yeah. Not trying to ruin people's lives, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know. Yeah. And you know, they I've had uh, some quesadillas from there before, but they have all the good Mexican comfort food uh, there and there. Um, I, I think everything is pretty appropriately priced, but I just really appreciate some good quality Mexican comfort food. And oh, yeah. who doesn't? <laughs> right? Wow, you're in the right state for it. You can mm-hmm. just walk down the street and get that. Yeah, yeah actually, right next door. Right, right. <laughs> that's no kidding. And what's the location again? Uh, it's on Manal uh, near San Mateo, oh, but they're um, right next to that Schlotsky's over there. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Damn, it's hard to find a Schlotsky's anymore. Right. Here. Yeah, there's not too many. So at least uh, if people know about that Schlotsky's or if you're looking for it, you're not going to like, oh, how many? Because I think there's probably like two in the whole city. Yeah. Right. It's a or, or like four in the whole state. Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> trying to find a Burger King. Or like Quiznos. Quiznos are all gone. Right. Uh, I miss their soup. Yeah. They had a, a broccoli cheddar soup that was so good. I actually ate at that Schlotzky's uh, not too, too long ago, and I expected it to be like a time capsule. I don't know if you guys ever went to that uh, Kmart that was over there on uh, Car- Carlisle. Yeah. 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 And it looked like it never changed. It yeah. looked like it was the exact same since 2001. Uh, but that Schlotzky's, it looks like they had rebranded. Everything looked new on the inside. On the outside, looked every bit it has since like 1996, oh, wow. I imagine. <laughs> wow. That's pretty funny. Yeah. That's interesting. Um. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I'm I'm drinking you know, this. You know where uh, I? Sorry, go for uh, it. You, the, okay, um, like he said last show, where you go for tacos is honestly, I go to the closest place that has tacos, and uh, they never they never let me down. It's uh, Pericos on, uh, well, okay, Yale and uh, almost Central. 
but every Tuesday they have <laughs> you can get six tacos for ten bucks. Okay, which is pretty good. Yeah, people say we owe them tacos because we're making them hungry. Now. Uh. <laughs> it's all fucking race fault, man. Yeah, wow. I was trying to like deal with technical difficulties. And they haul in this food and it just smelled so good. <laughs> it's like God dang it! All right. Other than on Sundays, this place is open pretty late too. I was surprised. I think they're open till like nine o'clock uh, yeah. most nights, which is uh, you know fairly impressive for most places, especially since I think that's uh, like a twelve-hour day for them. Um, but they actually probably even longer because I know they do yeah. breakfast. So I bet they're op- open wow. really early. See, that's why I like to support a good family-owned business because mm-hmm. what you don't get is like. You know they don't have a ton of employees, no. so a lot of times it's it's the mom, the dad, the kids, whoever who are getting up early in the morning, and they're they're getting ready for the day, and you know they get maybe one day off a week. Sometimes they don't get any days off in a week, right? And you go there after like after school hours, their yeah. kids are over there in the corner doing homework and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're, they're trying to make it, and I know that restaurants. I think what their first year is is gonna be their make or break right isn't yeah. that like the big thing yep. well, you, some, well some, usually they say you can't really turn a profit for like five years yeah you know, restaurants is, is hard know, it's hard there's yeah. such a such a margin so short margin and the yeah. thing about the restaurant business too is like so many factors affect how you know when people are going in there like weather affects when people go in um you know economy hits or all kinds of stuff like yeah. really affects the business and Food those cost. Yeah, and those small businesses really, you know, it's really hard. And uh, so I always tell people, try to go, go local as yeah. much as possible. You know, you know, you want to know, like, especially in this state. Yeah. Because, I mean, honestly, I'll be like, I'm going to go get something to eat. And I'll walk out the door and I'm like, it's windy and cold. I'm going to stay in and make nachos. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll ask you a question. Yeah. And see if you see if you guys know the answer to this. What is the most marked up item at a gas station? Um, probably like their hot dogs. Nope. My guess is their fountain drink. That is exactly yeah. it. Oh, wow, yeah. how did you get that? Everybody always goes the gas. Mm-hmm. No oh, way. No, they they're can. food they products. Can. They make one to two cents. Yeah. on gas. The fountain drink is like the highest marked up item in yeah. a gas station, which blew my mind. I was like, wow, because I used to work for a company that had them. No longer doesn't exist in Albuquerque anymore, and they had thirty stores, and it just blew. They said bananas. <laughs> I always love when you go in a gas station and they have the fruit or the vegetables and it's like wrapped yeah. up like it's meat. Right. Also, like, milk. Like if you have to late night buy some milk at a oh, gas they, yeah, station, they, yeah. screw that. They it's know. like $7. Yeah. Or diapers. Diapers, yeah. yep. I watched a video essay on how uh, movie theaters actually make their money, and that's how I, that's why I guessed um, the fountain drinks, because uh, popcorn and fountain drinks are pretty much the only things that they're truly making like a real profit oh, on, yeah. because wow. um, everything just, else is either uh, a high uh, uh-huh. a high upfront cost for them to buy this candy to bring in, yep. or uh, the tickets, 50% of that cost is going back to the, uh, yep. the studios, so whenever you really come down to it, it's cents for them to to produce that soda for you like it's like next to nothing yeah and then they're charging like seven bucks for yeah. uh, for soda well notice what they're always pushing yeah yeah soda soda mm-hmm. and popcorn yeah if you if you go to them yeah they're always like would you like a soda with that and to think about gas stations really making their money off of that's impressive considering it's like a dollar thirty for one of those uh, like thirty two or forty four ounce yeah. like giant uh, yeah. styrofoam cups and and then if you come back I think their refills are even cheaper than that if right. you come back with a cup but uh, it's crazy they're even able to make money off it but I know it's just so cheap for them to to yeah. produce it, it blew my mind I was just kind of like you know because I always you always assume the gas 
Like you know, when the gas station doesn't raise the gas price, mm. you know, it, it, it's it's a long chain of things. I mean, we could go into that for hours, but you know, it, it always cracks me up too. Like they they pretty much know what the gas price of next month is going to be. Yeah. Over. yeah, but then they'll go, oh, there's a war in the Middle East, and that's why the price went up. Now nah, they already know. They already knew yeah. it was going to go up. <laughs> yeah. you know? it's pretty interesting how it all works out. Um, so yeah, let's uh, kind of take a break here. We're you know we didn't get to take one last week. It was kind of rough. But um, anybody have anything to promote coming up? Anything? Um, I have a show coming up on February twenty eighth. Um, oh. It is a secret show, but if you send me a message, I, well, it's in somebody's house, so oh, okay. we can't put their address like out. But it should be a really fun show. It's a great lineup. Um, we have some some great comedians coming down from Denver. And uh, it should be a great time. Um, it's in Sarah Kennedy's house, so that should be mm. a ton of fun. Trash it! I'm just kidding. <laughs> Please don't. Um, <laughs> I know her. She's nice. Yeah, she's really nice. Um, so if you want to go to that show, send me uh, send me a message, and I'll, I'll shoot over the info to you. Um, I'll you know, or I'll send you the event. I don't. I don't even know. It's so hard to promote these things. I, I just feel like I'm doing like some kind of weird uh, secret. It's like you're hosting society. an orgy. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, if you want to come to this thing on the 28th, uh, it is not an orgy. Please don't come prepared for that. That is not where it's at. Uh, <laughs> and um, on March 27th, which I know is far away, but uh, Kurt Fletcher and I will be bringing back Dunsing in the Dark, our old Burt's show, um, for our birthday month, and that will be at El Rey Theater. Uh, well, right now, I'd like to promote the watch party that's going on at Red Door. <laughs> uh, yeah, Red Door on Candelaria. They're, yeah. uh, they're streaming this show right now, and I believe there's $1 off beer, right? There is $1 off beer, but you have to ask for Hamster uh, and let him know that oh, you yeah. actually watched the show. And the password is orgy. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, but for myself, uh, I'm uh, still opening up uh, art commissions. I've been doing stuff. You can follow me on Basura Paint on Instagram and Facebook. And um, I have been promoting a Tin Drink on iTunes. Uh, a lot of people think that if they miss the stream, they don't realize they can actually watch this all over the place. Right. Uh, yeah, we got Spotify, Podbean, pretty much anywhere that people listen uh, listen to podcasts. And I did notice that we did get a review after the last show, and I believe they were saying they wanted more Smiley. So, Ooh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. So, Smiley, here's your chance. Tell them what's going on. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, as usual, you can uh, catch me on the second season of Midnight Texas that's streaming on Hulu or on the NBC app. Uh, right now, you can see me every Thursday. Well, Probably every Thursday on Deputy. That's still coming out. And uh, I'm also, if you look really hard, I'm in the background on, uh, why are you always the one that remembers this? Daybreak. Uh, Daybreak, yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then in addition to that, uh, I'll be in the upcoming zombie movie, uh, Army of the Dead. And I just got hired on on, uh, Evil. For Netflix, which oh, is nice. a, do- uh, it's a documentary series or like docudrama series about Evil Knievel. Yeah. And Ooh, that uh, cool. and that zombie is not just any zombie flick. That's a Zack Snyder zombie That flick. is true. That yeah. is a follow-up to <laughs> his remake of The Day of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, I don't really have anything going on except 
We are bringing back a popular special guest that we've had on the show before for next Sunday. Her name is Amanda, and she's the lead singer of the Red Light Cameras. Wow. She will be back next week. Amanda, I think you say it's Michonne, as I say it? Michonne? It's M-A-C-H-O-N. Yeah, I think it's Michonne. I think it's that, yeah. I'm just going to say it is. But yeah, we're bringing her back next Sunday. Awesome. Um, We are also going to have on March 1st, we're bringing back, people may not remember this. This was way back when we were doing shows at uh, Monk's corner tap room there was these two young ladies that came on to talk about oh a service called abq brew and it was kind of like where you would get like punch cards and something anyway uh apparently they have a new new people running it and they contacted me and they want to come on and talk about they're relaunching it oh so i don't know what happened maybe we'll find out but that'll be on uh, march 1st we will have them on the show abq brew so that's all coming up so keep your eyes and ears open for that um other than that like ray said you can find us on pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts we have a youtube channel we have facebook.com forward slash tendrink um website tendrickminimum.com and i can't think of any other i mean just it's called google just google it yeah yeah google yeah but uh we definitely drink when we do the show you should as well. Always remember, never, never get, get too drunk to jerk. Tendrinkminimum.com.
Back live for the Wavy Hour. Whoop, whoop. Shout out to our buddy Billy for coining that phrase there. Uh, let me share this here. Just to let people know that we're back. So, uh, you know, maybe share for some of the newer viewers, especially for myself not being... Tell us what this the idea behind the Wavy Hour is. Okay. So, Billy and I, when we used to do the show at... Uh, when we, It was just Billy and I, and we were over on... Uh, I was over on... Uh, New York and uh, Old Town. Mm-hmm. Here nor there, though. We did a one-hour live web show every Sunday. Well, you know, we started drinking a little bit more, and we started to notice that, like, it was tough to cut off at a one-hour at one hour. Right. You know? And uh, why do I not have a chat here? And so we would uh, go over. Mm-hmm. Well then, you know, Billy's Billy used to have to always pee all the time. <laughs> so he would get up mid show and just like go pee. And so I would go, I would like say, "Well, why don't we just take a pee break and then come back and do more show and, and you know, and see how long we can go, you know?" And and uh, Billy Billy's in the chat. He said, "We got drunk." So then uh, <laughs> so then, you know, Billy yeah. he's really into like, you know, he he would work he worked with some kids, you know, at like at at the Hobby Lobby job. And you know they know all the slang, and they'd you know they they'd say let's get wavy instead of drunk. Mm. So Billy was like, oh, we'll just call it the wavy hour because we were fucking drunk, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he's in the chat right now. So it's some funny. of some of my favorite times Billy. on this show have been wavy hour moments right. where, like inadvert not inadvertently, but um, you know, it just. Every time we would have one of those like crazy wavy hours, whether it was just all of us drank too much, maybe some of us drank before the show or we're at like a live show and they're giving us free stuff. I always say the stupidest shit when I'm drunk. And then uh, the next day, I know we had a fun wavy hour when I get messages that are like, what does this mean? (laughs) My first time on the show on the wavy hours when you chopped me. Oh yeah, I chopped you. Yeah. I do remember chopping him. Oh wow, really? Yes. Yeah. Interesting. I don't. I, I remember that. That was fun. So that's <laughs> kind of what the wavy hour is about. If you're wondering, if you're wondering, if all the kids at home are wondering, um, we actually have a shot here. We're going to do a shot of the safe house. Uh, Double white lightning whiskey. Actually, what's Holly doing? I'm doing the vod, the green chili vodka. She's doing the, the, the green chili vodka, and I'm doing their uh, their house vodka. Yeah, so we're gonna do one real quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's to a good wavy hour. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, that's tough. Ooh. That's the ticket. Yeah, that's a punch right in the gut. No, I'm just kidding. It's pretty good. It's Fishies. pretty good. They make some good stuff. Yeah, like it was funny because like I don't know if we got to tell this on the show, so we got this stuff like right before the show last Sunday, 
James and I go over there to pick it up. <laughs> and wow. we didn't know we didn't know that we needed to like bring a bag basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Billy says I remember falling backwards in the hallway so drunk. I think that I don't know if he's talking about at the at the uh, New York house or at the uh, Rosemont house. I think that that's whenever he was working with kids at Hobby Lobby. That's when he's working with kids yeah. at Hobby Lobby. <laughs> yeah. The underage kids. Yeah. Uh, oh, you remember the time I, I I knocked myself out at your house? Yes, I do. So um we go over to uh, the safe house, and the guy Chris, who's the distiller, you know, it, it's really interesting. I always love working with people, and you can tell they love what they do. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Chris from Safe House Distilling, uh, he does. He's just like, oh, oh, like he does that thing where he's like, oh, let me show you this. Oh, yeah. let me show you that. And at one time, at one point, he's like, comes over and he opens this refrigerator and he pulls out like the big one pound Ziploc bag. And it's all orange slices. Not okay. orange slices. Apple, apple. slices. Sorry, apple slices. Okay. And he's like, did you ever do our apple pie uh, vodka? And I'm like, no. And he's like, well, these these apple slices were soaked in it. And like Smiley and, and I each like b- take one and eat it. And it was like doing a shot of fucking vodka. Yeah. Yeah, that was Maybe that. more. We walked back. We're all, I think that apple did it, dude. Mm. <laughs> Whoa. Kicked me right in the... Man, I was... I got here, you know, we had technical difficulties, and I was trying to work through it, but I was a little buzzed. I know? was I was talking about it with somebody about how I feel like alcohol really misses out on the opportunity to have edibles. Yeah. Because <laughs> if anybody's, you know, smoked, the experience you get from edibles is a very different experience. It's very and, different. And it, and it you oh, know, takes a little bit of time. And I was like, if I could get that type of experience with alcohol through an edible, that would be really interesting where it's like, okay, in an hour and a half, I'm going to be pretty drunk, but yeah. it's going to take some time. for. Oh, man. <laughs> it's just That's... a slow burn. Well, yeah. okay. So that takes me back to my like college days, you know. Jungle uh, I'm not. I'm not shy that I was in a fraternity. So like we would, you know, it, when you were poor, it was always like, what is the cheapest, most alcohol we can do? You know, the bang for your buck. Yeah, and there were Everclear. times where we would collect money, and you would have like fifty bucks between everybody. So you would, you know, get a, a cooler or a trash can. Yep. You would fill it full of fruit. You would basically make. Uh, get as much Kool-Aid as you possibly could get, and you would fill up the trash can with Kool-Aid and fruit, and then just buy like one or two fifths of Everclear and just pour it into the fucking thing. Everclear jungle or vodka juice. is that? Ju- yeah, jungle, jungle juice. juice. Yeah. Jungle juice. Yeah. So then that would sit all day, you know, or half the day, and people would drink on it. By the nighttime, people were getting fucked up on it. Oh yeah. By like two or three in the morning, no liquid left. Just so then the it would fruit. be, and the best thing to put in there was like, you know, orange slices, uh, um, grapes. Yeah. Grapes. grapes were yeah. good. Um, watermelon. S- watermelon. Grape mm-hmm. cantaloupe. So, like, well, cantaloupe probably wouldn't be very good, but, you know, stuff like that. Stuff that soaks it up. And you get to the bottom, then you just take your cup and you filled it with the fruit. Wow. Oh, and if you could finish that cup, a red up. solo cup of that shit, you'd be lit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just lit um, fucking up, man. Two different kinds of grapes, orange slices, and, um, God, there's another one. And it's always best it if someone worked at the grocery store so you yeah. could just steal it. Right. Or, uh, I mean, not uh, that's wrong. But, it doesn't, yeah. it does, but it doesn't matter like if it's like grab the, diff, the ugly fruit. Or yeah. like the yeah. stuff they're about to get rid of. Yeah. That's what we would do. Right, right. Um, so speaking of like edible things, the first time I ever ate edibles was with stupid Kurt Fletcher in Denver. Um, he He told me to only eat one edible. And 
I had I hadn't partook in the pots for years and years in, and years in the marijuana in the marijuanas the reefer um and so i ate one and i was expecting like when you smoke it hits you pretty quick yeah and it didn't so i then ate five more oh good lord and by the time it hit me we got to the venue and i literally i i met one of my heroes troy baxley and then i went on stage and i thought that i was talking and i wasn't because wow. fun thing to find out when I'm super high, I think I'm talking and I am not. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Um, they're asking in the chat, "What's Ray's epic drunk night?" I don't know what that means exactly. Like, what is it? What is like? I, I don't know if that means like, did you have you ever had an epic drunk night? Or I don't know if that means like, what's a night where you're like, this is gonna fucking go down? Hmm. I don't know. I, I guess I'd have to see who asked that question, but I can't think of any like particular epic drunk nights that I've had. But uh, what? Well, who asked the question? <laughs> Billy. Billy. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, me and Billy have never had an epic drunk night. So no, that, no, no. That doesn't help much. But um, I, I, I guess the epic ones I don't generally remember. Which oh. really? <laughs> he said because Billy's now on keto, so he only drinks cabs and reds now. Mm. Oh. Okay. Wow. Good for him because keto is a very difficult. It's diet. hard. Yeah. Hi, Billy. By the way, love you. Hi, Missy. Billy. Yeah. Um, I I think my most epic drunk night, just since we're on the topic, uh, was St. Patrick's Day, my thirtieth birthday Oof. week. Is this the taco fighting? Yeah, I got so wasted. I had gone to my friend's band's show during the day, mm-hmm. and we drank. A ton of double white. And then I drank out of this bottle of Jameson all day. Just a random bottle? No. Somebody. Street Jameson? (laughs) No. Somebody had had one. Um, But anyway. So we were like passing it around. And it was my 30th birthday week. And I had just lost like my favorite job ever. So I was just like Uh getting wasted. And by the end of the night, I decided I wanted tacos and i was at my friend's place downtown i leave go to get tacos don't remember that mm-hmm. um i had a picture with my friend sammy who i ran into and then i woke up the next morning and i had a dislocated hip and oh, rib broken ribs and um when i had come back to the apartment m- the box of tacos was like all mashed and wrecked yeah, nice. um we're pretty sure that I fell down the stairs at Anodyne. Wow. But I've done that. Oh, it's not a fun experience, well, I guess. No. I don't really remember it. Though. Obviously I don't remember it, thank goodness. Um but we we have a theory also that maybe I got in a fight with somebody over tacos and it makes me sound badass because I still had them when I got home. So <laughs> I won. Nice. But I think that's the most epically drunk I've ever been because when I went to the emergency room or the urgent care the next day, the doctor was like, I don't believe you that you don't remember what happened. <laughs> and I was like, I don't yeah, think you understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, I don't think you understand how drunk I can get, sir. Uh, <laughs> you underestimate the power of alcohol. Because right I don't remember breaking my ribs at all. Yeah. I woke up the next day and just thought I had liver disease. Did, does he not know that? Yeah, does he not know that alcohol is a depressant, and it, and by that it also depresses pain? Yeah. Oh yeah. But he he said that he the just pain in my heart didn't believe me. And I was yeah the pain it depresses the pain, the pain in my in heart. My heart. 
I have a pretty high alcohol tolerance, mainly because of my size. But I do find out that I have a really high alcohol tolerance until I hit this like wall, yeah. and oh, I go yeah. from like buzz to wasted yep. really fast. Okay. But to get me buzz, it actually takes quite a bit. And uh, we were in Mexico City, and we were trying to figure out, like, okay, like, how much can we get, like, until we can get Ray drunk. So, they like, we just kept, like, doing, like, shots, and we kept getting more and more. And it was about, like, a dozen mm-hmm. where I was like, oh, man, I'm pretty wasted. And then, like, next thing I know, I don't really remember, like, a whole lot, but I know that I'm in a cab, and I'm, like, telling Valeria, my girlfriend, that they should put her face on money. And then, then, like, I'd bought some cookies from a gas station, and I was like, I got these cookies for us. They're galletas. (laughs) Wow. So Billy's asking now, moving to downtown, what's your go-to place to go to, Chris? Uh, that'd be easy. That's that's Founders. Mm-hmm. So Founders is like a speakeasy. I have a funny story about it from Thursday. Uh, yes. So it's a speakeasy down below the El Rey. You have to have a password to go in, but it's easy. You just go to foundersabq.com. Or their um, Instagram. Or their Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, or just be on the show. So they kind of let me do pretty much anything I want to do. I, I, don't, I love going there. I mean, they won't let me go behind the bar and mix drinks or anything. <laughs> but like... Just short of. And, that, and, that's yeah. just because you don't have a server's license. No. And they're fucked up in the way that they, they get me to go there. Like, out of nowhere, Thursday, like, they message me on Instagram. <laughs> it's pretty bad when a bar, in, they, they message you. Yeah. They message me a picture picture of the Bud Light Seltzer. Oh, yeah. I just and saw I go, those. And I go, damn it. Because, like... I, I love the seltzers. I love everything about them. I love that I don't feel bloated when I drink them. I love all that. I think I love the taste. So I go down there, and and the you wait. Know, I the, think I love the taste. I love the taste. Okay, it so was the, pretty good. I, yeah. yeah. So here's what happened. So okay, little backstory. It's now kind of become semi legendary that we did the the Natty Light flight down there. <laughs> we did a flight of all the natural light seltzers. Yes. <laughs> so Thursday night we did a flight. Of the Bud Light seltzers. Mm. There's a picture on my Instagram. Go to at 10 drink. Uh, you'll, you'll see it there. And there's all the Bud Light seltzers, all four. Like they have, uh, uh, was it dark cherry, lemon lime, mango, and strawberry. Mm. Right? Which one was your favorite? So they said they're expensive. They're $24, $21 for a 12 pack. Of course, my favorite was the mango. I yeah. love mango. I love the mango white claw. I love the mango of that. So we get this. So he's pouring all these seltzers into like these really nice glasses <laughs> and serving them up. And this dude is from like Tampa, Florida, sitting next to me. And he's just like watching this. And he's just like, because it's a really like kind of high dollar establishment. Yeah. Really. Right. It can't be. And we're over here doing a fucking Bud Light seltzer flight. <laughs> And then, and we're all wasted, you know, like everyone down the whole bar. And so we end up doing it. I love it. So then last night, my friend Tammy, she has this awesome studio behind her house and she has like a projector. She has a karaoke setup. And now someone gave her a Coleman blow up hot I tub. I saw that. Very cool. So, what? so we went yeah. over there last night and we were laying in the hot tub watching movies. And of course I brought the Bud Light flight. And all the flavors, and we all did uh, we did the flights out of paper cups with uh, Bud Light. So we're like in the hot tub, just like drinking Bud Light seltzer, which is like classy, as classy as you can get. Watching um, One Crazy Summer and uh, Billy, the Legend of Billy Jean. Nice. Wow. 
And then we all sang karaoke. Perfect. <laughs> I, uh, so that's my epic drinking night right there. That sounds uh, fantastic. It was pretty yeah. fantastic. That was last night. I yeah. come home. So, so here's how drunk I was. I brought the meat and cheese plate home, and it was like the one you get at the store that's yeah. prepackaged. But someone had got the fancy one with the olives mm-hmm. and left it open. And at one point, like in the car, it fell off the seat. So all the olive juice went all over everything. Oh, man. oh no. So I was like, damn it. Oh, well, throwing that away. Yeah. Aww. I was gonna eat. I was going to eat late night. Like charcuterie. Oh. You know. Yums. Yum, yums. <laughs> Damn it. <sighs> oh, well. So, uh, my Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, yes. Valentine's Let's talk about passed, this. Uh, yeah. Started out uh, quite unconventional and okay. it took a, a, a sharp turn from where I thought it was going to go. So, um, early last week, uh, my fridge stopped getting. Uh, Dispensing water. I'm not sure exactly what's going on with it. So I called a repair guy to come take a look. Because uh, after I shook it and it didn't start working, I was like, oh, that's about <laughs> all I can do. Was it the filter? Uh, no, it's not the filter, unfortunately. Oh. I was really hoping that it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's there's something uh, clogged in the line, and it's clogged inside the door. Oof. And yeah, so don't know exactly what's going on. But um, so I... Leave work to go check uh, to go meet the repair guy over at my house, and he's like pulling out my fridge. He's like looking at stuff, and then some guy in a, a high vis vest comes and he's knocking at my door, and I go and it's a guy from Comcast, and Oof. he's like, "Hey, I'm glad you're here. We've been doing work in your backyard, and your dog is bleeding." Oof. So they're just double teaming you, man. Yeah. Oh, so like, what the man. hell? Okay. So I'm like, well, let me go take a look. So I go out there and like I open the door and sure enough, like my dog's foot is like covered in blood and like it looks like she caught her dew claw on on something and it just like Ugh. ripped the claw and she's just like pouring blood everywhere. So I'm just like, oh geez. So then ah, I tell the repair guy, I'm like, yeah, the dog is not going to die, but I'm yeah. definitely going to take it to the ER. And Comcast like, yeah, we have a ladder back there. She's super friendly. And I'm like, what the fuck? Comcast is just in my backyard. And he's, like, been, like, playing with the dog. So I had to call Valetia. Valetia comes over. She has to leave work to come take the dog to the emergency room while I'm dealing with the uh, – while I'm dealing with the repair guy and Comcast in the backyard. <laughs> and then I start to get really bugged about this because I'm like, well – I'm pretty sure the only thing that she would have snagged her foot on is potentially either their ladder or something, like, because they're actually in the backyard themselves. Comcast never reached out to me to uh, to get permission to go in the backyard. So I started telling Valeria that, like, that's kind of fucked up because what if our because dog wasn't is. friendly? Right. Yeah. yeah. It would have attacked him, yeah. Yeah, exactly. What if, uh, you know, she had bit them and then we would have been at fault for it and... We started like doing a little bit of research. Okay. Uh, Valeria is an attorney, and come to find out, um, we would have been completely screwed, and they would have been in their yeah. well in their rights to be there. Uh, Comcast has a utility easement, uh, usually yep. usually yep. built into uh, uh, yep. your um, you know e- everything with purchasing the land, where they can pretty much show up to your property at any time without permission, and they will try to let you know that they're there. But if you're not home, they'll just Go in your backyard. So, yeah. like, they, they could also, they like... They need permission to get into your house. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. it. I could tell you Comcast stories for hours. Yeah. I mean, the thing that the thing that scares me as a dog owner, right, is let's say my little Mitchell is out in the yard, and they open the gate, they come into the yard, and he gets out. Right. 
Like, they're not going to care. No. They're no. not going to, like, make sure my dog is safe because they don't love this little guy, you know? Or what if he gets super scared and, uh-huh. like, snaps at them or something, which is a thing dogs do. It doesn't mean they're a mean dog. It just means, well, hey, I'm smaller than you and I'm afraid of you. Um, and that bothers me that they just, like, came in your yard. Right. And your dog is out there because most dog owners, if if somebody like that tells us they're coming, we're going to put them away. We're right. going to make sure they're safe. We're going to make sure they're okay. This well, is why I own cats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, and not even in my own name or in the same address. Yeah. So I uh, lived on New York, like I was talking about earlier. And the job I had, I actually worked from home, so I had to use my computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, it was a warranty business. So like I would get the warranty work at home, and then I would go out and do it, and then I would come home. One day I come home and there's a fucking piece of paper on the door that's like an ad for Comcast. And I laugh and I go, I already have Comcast. What the hell would I need uh, that for? Yeah. Yeah. I go inside. Internet's not working. Go outside. Cable has been completely chopped from the house. Wow. What? So they, somebody fucked up, didn't show that I had cable, had Comcast. So they went in my backyard and thought I was stealing it. So they just cut it. And walked away, stick a thing on my door. Man, if I could have been there when they did that, I'd have beat that dude's ass. Right. You know, here and there. So I call him on the phone, and I'm like, yes, your Comcast guy came in my yard and cut my cable. And they're like, well, how do you know that? I go, well, he left a coupon on the door to sign up for the service. And they were kind of like, oh. (laughs) And I was like, yeah. So somehow he thought I didn't have it and chopped my fucking cable. Right. And they're like... Oh, man, we're really sorry. So we'll have somebody come and fix that tomorrow. I was like, tomorrow? I need it today. Yeah. So right. I do work. I work from home. Right. And I'm like pissed. I'm like, I'm, I was way more pissed than the way I'm talking now. Finally, I'm like, you know what, dude? How about if I go to the store and I buy the ends myself and I fix it myself? And the guy's like, well, I'm not telling you that you can't do that, but you shouldn't do that. And I'm like, fair enough. And I went and did that. Yeah. Oh, and then, man. They came the next day and fixed that shit. I was pissed. That was that's like one of the mild Comcast stories I have. Right. I just Whoa. so we're having internet issues in our house this week, and I just think you know I wasn't necessarily going to talk about it, but you know maybe I should. It's the wavy hour. Go for right. it. Yeah. So as everybody knows, we moved to Rio Rancho. Boo! <laughs> I say it every time just so you guys do that. Um, <laughs> But so we love our new house. We love everything about it. But when we left, we couldn't get Xfinity to our new house because they don't have no Xfinity That's not a real city. They don't have we are here. literally 200 feet from their last line. So we're like, fuck. 200 All right. feet from civilization. I know. It's just 200 feet. So I, I even was like, can you guys just like add 200 feet of cable? Like, is that a thing? <laughs> I'll and, go buy 200 feet. I know. And they had the same reaction. Smiley did. The lady's like, I wish we could, ma'am. Like, I wish we could do that for you. Which is the kind of customer service I'm used to, where they're just super nice, even when you say something stupid like that, you know? And so, and we had never had a problem with them. Like, our internet was always great. If we had a problem, they fixed it right away. Whatever. So... We move. We don't know where to go. Like, the the advertisements are crazy. Like, when you Google internet providers, it's like a sea of just bullshit. And they're not real, yeah. Yeah. yeah so, I call a company, and they can get it done the next day. And I'm in <laughs> school, so I'm like, okay, perfect. Because I don't want to drive from... Because at the time, I was driving 
from Rio Rancho to my new apartment or my old apartment to do schoolwork, which was 45 minutes. You know what I mean? So I was kind of desperate. So we get our new internet. He's like, I can get it started tonight. It'll be ready to go because the people who lived in the house before us had sparklight. I was like, dope. All right. So our internet is just slow and laggy and horrible and all this stuff. They charge for data overages. Our first bill comes. It is twice what our bill is supposed to be. The second month, it was about four times what it was supposed to be. Damn. And so I just said, fuck it. Not paying that. So I now have to wait until Tuesday to have internet. And it feels like I'm in the dark ages. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's awful. I watched a docu... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. So I have have this thing. It's called a phone. (laughs) Yeah. And it has internet. Oh, yeah. I do the hotspot thing. (laughs) But, I mean, that's not... Here's the thing that's sad. My hotspot is better for streaming than my internet that they wanted me to pay $200 for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is a problem. I Yeah. I, I don't even use the internet in my house. I use my hotspot because I have unlimited. Nice. Uh, what were you saying? Well, so this documentary that I watched recently, it was kind of showing some of the shady practices of, of uh, the cable companies, which I'm sure is even dirtier than what they were showing. But a lot of these places have like non-compete clauses, and it's meant to prevent there from being a monopoly. But what it's doing is it's actually creating a monopoly or a biopoly where it's like, oh, cool, like there's competition. There's two companies available, but it's like you have the number one cable provider and the number two cable provider. Oh, you mean like our government? Yeah. <laughs> There is, yeah. no, there is no number two cable provider. Right, because yeah. they all are ultimately yeah. uh, owned by the same company. And right. then they were talking about how uh, Comcast, I'm trying to remember who the who the second one is because they're AT&T? such a big, uh, the big company. But they were trying to buy each other and they had to go all the way to Supreme Court oh, to yeah. see if they would even allow it to go. Yeah. And wow. Then, and then they were like, no, you can't. So they're like, oh. Well, we'll just this company number two will buy company number three, right? And it's just like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. how is that even allowed? And then they throttle things like speed yep. and put data caps, yep. which doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Whenever you really no. think, except about just it. making money, yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and that's what made me mad is that. Look, I get it. Like with every internet I've ever had, like right before your bill is due, it slows down a little bit. Fine, whatever. But I have never had a $45, like, utility bill. It's supposed to be $45 every month. Have a data cap that now goes up to four times what my bill is supposed oh, to yeah. be. I won't, and, and I told the lady, I'm like, look, I know this is your job, and I'm sorry that I'm cussing at you and yelling at you. But fuck but you. Fuck yeah. this shit. That is so fucked up. I have four adults living in this house. I'm in school that has streaming classes. And I have a three-year-old in my house that needs her Disney Plus. <laughs> like, I should be able to use my internet for everything I need it to work for and not have to pay you four times what I'm supposed to pay you for yeah. any of this stuff to work. That is unfucking believable uh, In this day and age... And it, it was like 100 gigabytes if you oh, went over 100 geez. gigabytes, they would charge you for it. That's pretty it. easy to do. What? And with four adults. You could do that in a day. Right. Yeah. Right. 
It was crazy. In 2020, the need for internet has become quite a necessity. It is, yes. Um, Especially, like, I mean, the deeper you want to dig into it, kids need it for homework. Yes. Uh, You know, a lot of people A lot of people work. work. A lot of websites will no longer have any way to do certain things except for on the internet. Hell, even even some video games, if you're playing single player, won't even let you play unless you're connected to the internet, which is kind of uh, bullshit anyway. But But it's just... Um, the need for internet has become oh, yeah. just as necessary as like having natural gas or having uh, you know a lot I mean, of these other things. And the more it becomes a necessity, it seems like the more they're gouging. You know these. I mean, the more it becomes necessary, the more they know people are going to pay it. Well, well, also they know that their 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 time's almost up. Yeah, because it has become a necessity. So it has it's like it's going to yeah. be like. But well, it, I do. See, I have access to heat. But it's not. But it's yeah. not. It's not. You, you're completely wrong on that. Really? So yes. So let me let me let me say this first. Billy says uh, the Northeast Heights, then Rio Rancho. Not a good track record. Does she even see memes? That's what he said. <laughs> He's messing with you. You know, so, I said I missed you, and now I don't. Okay. Just so kidding. every you 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 posted on Facebook. The, one of the one of the there's certain things when people post it just makes me groan. What are the other internet providers in the area? Because there aren't any. Right. There, there's and I told you I said exactly yeah. what I say to everybody. There are two. Yep. There is your cable company. There is your phone company. And that's it. And that's it. And that's why I was asking who what people used in Rio Rancho because cable, it's that cable one. That's the one Spark, I had. Is it called Sparklight? So it's now? Sparklight. And then you can also get CenturyLink, CenturyLink now. which probably sucks. And, well, I mean, I'd rather deal with that than... But it's a one-time price, and it is what yeah. it is. And I yeah. heard, actually, a friend of mine said he hated them when he lived in Albuquerque, but when he moved to Rio yeah. Rancho, it was great. So, so it all depends. So it all depends. Here's... here's And I'm gonna, this is going to be fucking technical nerd shit. I love it. Yin-yang. <laughs> so it all depends on who owns the lines. Yep. And... I live in I live in downtown Albuquerque, and I had to fight with them on the phone just to get internet to my apartment that is in the middle of a metropolitan city. Yeah, yeah, you're in the Albuquerque metro, and they're like, area well, "We don't, we sure don't have internet bullseye. there." I'm like, "You don't have internet in the fucking middle of Albuquerque." Yeah, fuck you, you're right. crazy. I had to like fight with them on the phone, not long, because. But here's the funny thing: I'm the only one of these people who has Comcast in all these apartments. Why? Because I'm, I've had Comcast for twelve years and I paid my bill for twelve yep. years, mm-hmm. so that's why they sent somebody out here out here to work for four hours to run cable. And then my neighbor's like, "How'd you get that? We've tried to get it for you know years, and yep. they won't." And I'm like, "Well, you probably didn't pay your fucking bill on time, right? Yeah, you know? which just sucks. I mean, that's shitty. But now these apartments have cable; they right. can all get cable all the way down. Um, but here's the other crazy part." He's my, such a good Samaritan. He really right? is. So my parents live in Clovis, New Mexico. Right. So when you go for internet, what you really want, there's there's different kinds. There's copper. There's fiber. There's fiber. Fiber is what you want. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know what fiber is made out of? Glass. Yeah. What runs through glass? Light. Light. How fast is that? Fast. Yeah. The speed of the light. Speed. So the only thing that limits that is the technology on either side. Right. But once the lines are there, the They're lines there. don't ever need to be moved. Right. You just you just you just uh, upgrade the technology on each side. So my parents live in Clovis, and it's a rural town. You know, it's forty thousand people. So they're like using CenturyLink, and CenturyLink is like three megs or seven megs or some shit. 
We tried to do ten drink minimum shows there. Oh, it was awful. And then my friend comes over and he goes, "Why don't you switch to the local telephone co-op? They're they're putting in fiber." And I'm like, "Are you shitting me?" And he goes, "Yeah." And sure enough, we put their address in, and it came right up to their their box right outside. Wow. So my mom and dad, for like sixty bucks a month, have a thousand megs of internet. Holy like shit! Like a thousand. That's amazing. Like I have like here, I have like three hundred. Yeah. Right. I pay like a hundred bucks. That's amazing. You know? And I'm like, so out in your area, CenturyLink is putting in fiber places, so yep. they might. Being in an area where it's new, yep, you might have fiber. I mean, well, was- and so my friends all said that they hated them in Albuquerque, which as I did, I hated CenturyLink when I had them. Sorry, CenturyLink. Um, but then. Uh, they said now that they're out in Rio Rancho, it works great. It's super yeah. fast. So I'm hoping that's the case because if it is as slow as Sparklight was, I will set fire to all the cable providers. Yeah, right? Like, it just drives me crazy. So I do programming for school, okay? And this is also going to be like Web some nerd bullshit. <laughs> but <laughs> um, what would drive me crazy is that I would be working on some code and my cells wouldn't run. And so if all my cells wouldn't run, so I'd have to open the notebook, run all the previous cells for my new one to work, and it would take, I don't know, 15 to 20 minutes for all those cells to run, and it would time out so many times, and that's when I started to lose it. Like, if I can't do what I need to do... Well, I don't want to pay in, in, two hundred dollars. And the it. thing that's fucked up is like we live in the United States and we think that we're like technologically advanced. If you go to South Korea, a hundred megs of internet is like dial up for them. It's like the slowest yeah. shit ever because they have such an amazing. Fu- I mean, I get it, it's way smaller, but their infrastructure is so much more advanced than ours is. And here, it's just like it's all about profit. Like if they yep. don't have to upgrade it, why the fuck would they? So True. up up north, uh, there's uh, in the same documentary that I was watching about the ISPs. There's a city who decided to take take a step. There's a and, lot of these, yeah, yeah, and they ended up making their own ISP. Yep. So imagine wow. if Albuquerque decided to make their own city of Albuquerque and a yeah. service provider. Yeah. And um, the thing is, they're not gonna like throttle, the water company. They're not going to throttle it for speed. Right. They're not going to you know pull all this bullshit because it's a utility and it's going to be maintained by yep. the city. Yeah. And this uh, the city that did this. They have one of the fastest internets in the entire country. Oh yeah, and That's great. and it's it's run like literally. And these then guys it's like fair. Walking. Yeah, and like other uh, counties, other people around their area like yeah. want to get in it, and like well because of utility rights, like we can't open it up just yet. But they're like working on it, and they have the capability to bring more people in. But because of these big organizations, like they're already being like held up on like trying to get that stuff, and it's just yeah. crazy how did these- they talk about uh, Google at all? Google Fiber? Yeah. yeah they well, did. there's there's a couple things. Mm-hmm. Google does a fiber, but another plan that they have are these <laughs> constantly launching balloons that they shoot up over like areas and they like will shoot down in, like Wi-Fi internet. Oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. For rural areas. I've <laughs> yeah, seen that. yeah, I was really? watching and it sounds the stupidest it thing. It sounds either. crazy, but, but if you've ever lived in a rural very area, tin foil hattie, but uh, so when you said that that they so want to make weather it, balloons, you know, go ahead. So when they when they said when you're talking about making a utility, here's the thing: mm-hmm. my family is on a very fixed budget. Okay, we are super not rich; like we're almost exactly the opposite. And so 
I was thinking about it. And I'm like, what if our daughter was in homeschool? And, you know, I can't afford these outrageous fucking things. So right now, I don't have internet, whatever. You know, I'll go to the library and do my homework, whatever. But, you know, what if we're homeschooling our kid? What if um, also there's a lot of medical devices that now also run and use Wi-Fi and things like that? It is kind of becoming a utility if you think about it. When did your internet go down? Uh... Thursday. When is it going to be hooked back up? Tuesday. Jeez, you're going to be behind on all the porn trends. I know. <laughs> you're not even going to know what's going on, man. I use my hotspot for that, Chris. Come you're on. You're not even going to know what's going on. She still has a cell phone. She's I like, still have a cell phone. She's going to be like, where's the taxis? And I'll be all, taxis? God, man, <laughs> that's old, man. It does feel weird. So uh, Danny has, uh, you know, she's so used to like being able to watch all her things like you know, because she's three. That's her yeah. priority in life. Sure. And uh, so we've had to dig out the Blu-rays, which we haven't even pulled out of the boxes for moving because why would you? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she was just like, oh, we have to do this. Right. And we're like, okay, privilege. Uh, like, come on. Um, but then we were like, Ugh, what are we even going to watch? And we have the most impressive collection of Blu-rays because Crystal and her boyfriend are like nerds about it. Like they buy say, all like, of them. Poor, but look at all these Blu-rays we yeah, have. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, Crystal and her boyfriend uh, collect Blu-rays yeah. and they always go and get them when they're on sale and they have like the special edition okay. like covers and anyway. That's normal. Okay. It's it's not normal. It's a lot. <clears throat> so we have so many things to choose from and here we are going like well, what are we gonna even watch? Yeah, like what do we what do what do you do without the internet? Even right. it has gonna, been. How eye-opening. are we gonna watch something while staring at our phone? <laughs> yeah. I have done more workouts since my internet went down than I have in wow. weeks because I just I don't have anything to do. <laughs> Yeah, give me way behind on the trends. <laughs> I know. I don't, uh, guys, guys. It, uh, who's president right now? I don't. Right. I don't right. even know. Has You're he all, tweeted? Is that porn guy going to show up with a pizza? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Holly! How behind are you? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done that for a long time. Is that a hole in his pizza box? Right. Or right? One of the things you were talking about <laughs> is uh, going to the library. Hopefully, not to watch your porn trends. But uh, you know, growing up in growing up in this small town where I grew up. Uh, we had one library in Carlsbad, and I grew up pretty far outside of town. We yeah. don't have public transit. Like, for a lot of these people growing up in these smaller yeah. cities, like, you just don't have access. Like, no, if, right. if you didn't have internet at your house. When I moved to Estancia, my ex-husband had never had internet because oh, same thing. Rural, a lot of people didn't have internet. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, at that point, you probably introduced him to fire. Even you know? <laughs> well, I, I mean, you sorry, know. I remember when I worked for. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh no, no! I remember when I worked for America <laughs> Online. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Are they even work. a thing anymore? Uh, yes. Okay. Still. So one of the things we try to sell people is if they lived in a, you'd go to look up high speed internet in their area. Yeah. And if they lived in a rural area, then it was like HughesNet. Oh, yeah, HughesNet. And it was fucking expensive. Wasn't and, that with like a satellite or something? And I sold one, and it was like a hundred. It was like, fuck, what was it? It was like 10 megs down. Oh, my gosh. But then like point two up. up. It was terrible. Wow. And it would be like $800 for the initial setup. And that's probably why people in like smaller rural areas just never yeah. got internet because, again, 
accessibility. Right. So if we make it like a utility, then I think even people yeah. in rural areas would have well, better that, it, access. It's, and if it's you, getting there. It's and, getting there. CenturyLink is getting there. And if you think about it, um, you know, the importance of access, especially in those areas, they could do online school. They can do, yeah. I mean, so many different things that are so important that you don't realize is a yeah. thing until, you know, you don't well, have it for four days. So they're all getting subsidies <laughs> like, like, a, you know, like that rural co-op that gives my mom a thousand megs. Mm. You know, that's all, that's all country. That's like for the country. It's all fiber yeah. optic. Right. Cause like, I mean, you know, digging a trench for like eight miles straight isn't a big deal. Right. And laying it down. Now going into like a city. And disrupting all Digging of the, up the traffic and, and all that shit. That's a whole nother level. So Billy says, yeah. Carlsbad, Sabertooth Cavity, BPW? Uh, I know of Sabertooth Cavity. I don't yeah. know what BPW was. Okay. But Sabertooth Cavity was yeah. uh, a band of uh, oh. miscreants from the area. Okay. But uh, Chris Kirby, their drummer, I used oh. to work with Kirby. him. Oh, Kirby! Yeah. He's from Carlsbad? Right? Yeah, I used to. Well, actually, I, if I'm not mistaken, I actually think that he was from Loving. Uh, oh. Or like the little oh. town uh, south. But um, I used to work with him at uh, Little Caesars yeah. <laughs> way, way, way back in the yeah. day. So uh, there was a lot of like... Uh, uh, rock shows there and Billy was really big in Carlsbad uh-huh. his band Weapons of Mass Destruction okay is, is what I if I'm saying this right Billy will correct me in the chat if I'm incorrect uh-huh. but like there was a there was a, a contingent from like Carlsbad that were like really into like his stuff really so yeah it was kind of fun I, I assume that's how he knows yeah, yeah those concerts uh, you know it seemed like it was like a pretty big scene but yeah. I felt that maybe it only felt that way because I was working with a bunch of them because like oh, yeah, I, yeah. I feel like half of the employees at that restaurant were all in like some band um, and I don't even actually know if Sabretooth Cavity started in Carlsbad or if the members uh, were from there and then like is that the up. name of the band was Sabretooth Cavity yeah Sabretooth mm-hmm. Cavity oh. uh, but I, I have a, a couple LPs that I, uh, oh, I Billy, bought from them and Billy like, said I was exactly Exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> See, I listen sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of music. So this last week, there was a big thing going on on the internet. Ray and I both are kind of involved. Mm-hmm. So one of my bucket list bands of life, talk about the cartel beheading? I'm not going to talk about that. So, <laughs> what? Um, one, of the, one of the bucket list bands I've wanted to see in my entire life is Rage better. Against the Machine. Right? So Rage Against the Machine... Right. Tickets oh. went on sale on Thursday. Ooh. Now. I have I, thoughts. Okay. <laughs> and and, I, and I'm here to like, okay, first and foremost, do I think the tickets were cheap? No. Right. Now, do I think do I think people flipping out over what happened is wrong? Absolutely. Yeah. Um cuz like, okay, I don't think people know exactly what happened. So first and foremost, when I went on to get my tickets, it made me sign in, and then I actually had to leave work to go sign in because it made me sign in from my phone as well. Mm-hmm. I had to do both. Yeah. So wow. just to make sure I wasn't a bot. Okay. So I get into the room, and I'm going to buy my tickets, and it's like, you're 3,004 mm-hmm. in line. I'm like, shit. And I was on there right away. Yeah. So to tell everyone what happened... All of the tickets were $125 no matter where you were. Mm. So when you're logging in to the Ticketmaster thing, it had buy tickets, sell tickets. So what, so what was happening was people yep. immediately went and bought Buying, tickets. Buying, selling. And then flipped and went and sold them. Here's my thoughts. And that's Ticketmaster's point. Right. Yeah. Here's Not my thoughts. Here's my 
thoughts. Um, people flipped out. Yeah. And I saw what was happening. I yeah. knew what was happening. Yeah. It, that's not my problem. My okay. problem is Ticketmaster has been a shady company oh, shit, for yeah. a, sh- a long time. And it's not that it's not like Rage Against the Machine didn't know that. It's not like any of the promoters didn't know that. It's not like. But it's anybody- not there. I, they, Rage Against the Machine can't choose what the Ticketmaster does. I mean, right. I feel like there are other ways to sell your tickets. There, there's a good but possibility, and- though, and I don't know this for a fact, but there's a good possibility there's not another ticket company that would have been sustainable enough to right. even get those tickets out there without completely crashing the right. second yeah. tickets were I on mean, sale. I mean, that's fair, but yeah. also, like, I think now is the time that we should stand up against Ticketmaster. Uh, we tried that in the 90s. I, <laughs> yeah, we did. Eddie yeah. Vedder. And, and was Pearl it Jam. with Rage Against the Machines? No, just kidding. It was um, uh, Pearl Jam. Yeah. Pearl Jam tried to do no Ticketmaster shows. I feel like it just, it's so ridiculous, and, and I understand why people were frustrated. I totally yeah. understand why people were yeah. frustrated. Is it Rage Against the Machine's fault? No, no. absolutely no. not. No. But, you know, Ticketmaster... most of that money is going to Im- it, All of the money is. All the money yeah. they make is. Yeah. But I think it's really shitty and yeah. really fucked up that people took something that was a nice gesture uh-huh. and turned it into a thing like that. Um, right. And right. I think maybe, like, if it's a charity show, maybe Ticketmaster shouldn't allow people to sell tickets. Absolutely. Uh, Thank and you. that's ding, what ding, I'm ding, saying. Ding, ding, ding. There's, yeah. there's, the problem is yes. with Ticketmaster, and everybody knows that Ticketmaster is shady and all this stuff, and I think from now on, if artists are trying to raise money for a charity, they should tell Ticketmaster, hey, I don't want people to be able to sell tickets. Um, I agree with that. I, because yeah. I just think that is so disgusting. Yeah. It is. Um, people are making money off of somebody trying to like raise money for a great cause, and it's yeah. taking away from the cause Okay. also. Um, but, I mean, I saw a lot of really funny jokes that yeah. I thought were good. Well, like uh, somebody was like, Rage Against the Machines was, you know, I don't know. It's like now Rage Against the Machines fans can't afford Rage Against the Machines tickets. Mm, but they did real quick. Yeah. I, well, no, I, I mean, we, sure. We went in there and yeah. got, got them fast. But uh, there's people that are trying to say that, oh, you know, you can go fight capitalism by spending four hundred dollars for rage against machine tickets like well no like get in get in line like everybody else that get them regular and then if you yeah. want to try to buy them four days later of course yeah. you're gonna pay yeah i mean you know i get so, that but it's just you know yeah. i think there's an outrage but i don't think it was rage's fault I, okay here's here's the deal i get it that the 125 dollar tickets were a little too much but let me tell you something. Rage Against the Machine with Run the Jewels opening, yeah. you're actually paying. I mean, it's a great show. $125 is understandable. Yeah. I didn't think that was too expensive. Okay. But, but there's a lot I of people do that think, did. Yeah. And I mean, those are the people who don't understand well, um, Or you don't like them that much. Yeah. Or they don't understand inflation. Okay. First of all, the tickets you bought when Rage Against the Machine was popular... All right, not that they're not popular, but you know what I'm saying, in their heyday. Yeah. Those tickets probably felt expensive then too. But you yeah. just didn't notice. Right. You know, and now you're an adult well, and you're working hard yeah. or you're not working hard and you're not making the money to yeah. afford $125 a ticket. That's your problem. Right. I don't think that's unreasonable considering okay. where the money's when, going. When, does Rage Against the Machine tour every year? No. Fuck no, they don't. It's like a limited edition, yeah. whatever. Also, if you knew this was coming, yes. you knew what was yes. happening, why didn't you save the money? If yes. I am poor as fuck. But I still manage to do the things that yep. I really want to do because I save okay. up. Let me let me Period. let me also let me also call out Albuquerque a little bit. When everybody's like, it, whenever it's a fucking major act coming through, 
and it costs more than twenty dollars. They don't go. Everybody shits the fucking bed and they don't go. Oh or, yeah. Or they buy the twenty dollar fucking lawn seat. And uh, when when the profits of rage came through, they had a uh, uh, show set up at Isleta Amphitheater, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden after the first week. It was canceled, and they moved it to El Paso. Yep, because so nobody buys the tickets. I was pissed, and I asked, I, asked, I asked someone in the industry. I said, what happened? And they said, uh, we sold a shitload of lawn seats. Yep. Nobody bought seat seats. Yep. And they went, fuck that, moved to El Paso, sold out, boom. And everybody's like, oh, well, you know, big bands don't come here because no one wants to fucking and, pay and any right. money. That Again, makes sense. it comes I've- down to, like, save your money. And also... Let me just say, I hate to like always bring this up, but like I've never spent more than seventy dollars on a ticket in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, mm. But let me just say this: like, it's not even just the expensive tickets. Let me be honest with you. Anytime I have a show, yeah, that all my friends are so excited for, if the tickets are more than five dollars, they don't come. Or if they're five, or if they're, they're like, five dollars, oh, free to get in. And yeah. and the thing is, and then they call me and say, hey. So obviously they're not busy. Obviously they have nothing going on because they ask me for free tickets yeah. and I have stopped doing it. Yeah. I will not give you free tickets right. any fucking more because I support you when you've bartended. I go and give you tips. When you've had a show, when you've had a baby shower, when you've had a wedding, I have bought gifts for all those things. You can't spend five fucking dollars to go see. I mean, it's yeah. unreal. Right. Albuquerque's wild because, uh, you know, we had Peter on last week. United sells out. Yeah, those, those, right. It's packed. WWE comes to town and they can't even fill the pit. No. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? WWE right. is huge. Right. There's a huge wrestling. And they'll like, stop coming here. They won't come back. Because yeah. it's almost like Albuquerque has a chip on its shoulder. Well, it, we're, we just, we're just cheap. We're poor and we're cheap. Yeah. We're poor and we're cheap. And, I, and I've been there. I get that. But it's like, man... Sometimes it's like, you know, when when I heard Rage Against the Machine was getting back together, the last time they played was a one one hit sh- one stop show in L A. Yeah. yeah, and I had friends that bought tickets and flew there yep. and saw them, and I'm like, how much did that cost? And so this this time people are like, well, I will not be going because it's over forty dollars. Someone oh, said literally, on. I would pay forty dollars to him. That's dumb. Do you know Fuck how fast you. the tickets would have sold for yeah. forty yeah. fucking dollars? Well, and I have some friends that are in the music industry. They've worked with like really big names and yeah. stuff. And he posted a thing yesterday that you know he was commenting on every person who posted a complaint. He was yeah. like, yeah, but it still sold out, huh? Yeah. Well, like, here's the thing. It's not like it's not like Rage you can't Against give the it away for free. Yeah, Rage Against the Machine doesn't show up early in the morning. Start setting up the scaffolding. Start setting up all of the equipment. Getting all the lighting ready. They have a whole they have to fucking pay people. team of people for that. Yeah, and not only that, yeah. but what? And then the other bullshit complaint that I saw was people were like, "Well, it's not just these shows. They're also doing a whole thing of festivals." So fucking what? Well, yeah. They're making money. Well, yeah. quality entertainment costs money. I, yeah. I spend as much on Rage Against the Machine tickets as I spent to go watch the Book of Mormon yep. at uh, Pope Joy. And as it gets a Broadway play, it's a very different thing. But still, it's just and it's like... it's time it's, and preparation and all the things. It's quality things. entertainment right. is what it comes down to. It's like, I'm not going to pay $130 to go to the Albuquerque Little Theater and watch Shrek live. But, like, I would pay that money to go see Rage Against the Machine run the jewels like yeah. how could you say that's like too much money maybe yeah. it's too much money for like your budget but that doesn't mean it's not worth it yeah you know what, yeah. You know what? And, and when when they you know they could break up again 
next year. Never do another they could, show. Yeah. They could break up again halfway could, through this tour. You yes. know, something <laughs> could happen to one of them. Like, yeah. you don't know. Yeah. But I, I was a little disappointed. So here's the deal. I understand people being mad. I understand people being mad about, you know, people buying these tickets for a charity thing and then profiting off of it. I yes. understand that. That they needed to stop. But... It's not Rage Against the Machine's fault. I understand, like, the Ticketmaster thing. I think that was the only complaint I saw that was valid is just, like, I'm mad that they had to go through Ticketmaster. Yeah. Fine. What if... What um, if let me ask you this. If someone had tickets for $125 now, would you buy them? I wouldn't personally because oh. I didn't save up for it. You know what I mean? Like, you have to do what's best for your family, but I also wasn't on Facebook complaining about it. Right. You know what I mean? So... You know, again, if you really want to go do something, mm-hmm. then save up the money. Well, I'm saying I know somebody who has oh. two tickets for 125 <laughs> I mean, if I, I mean, you know, unfortunately, yeah. my I family. I know a guy <laughs> who has um, two extra tickets. Unfortunately, the position my family is in right now, uh, not going to happen, yeah. you know, but I'm also not bitching about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's like. But if I had the money, yeah. for sure, I would eat ramen for two weeks to go watch it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like you guys are talking about sports again. I know. <laughs> you know like like, I'm, machine? I'm aware of the band. Yeah. I couldn't name a single song. What about oh my Run the God. Jewels? What's that? What, what about, about Run, Run the yeah. Jewels? Killer Mike, LP? Oh, oh yeah. so good. You're just can making have, up names. Can I have another Yeah. Jesus. Or no, either way. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is, I know a guy... Who's sitting in this room with two extra <laughs> tickets to Rage Against the Machine? It's not me. Oh, oh. So Ray Hint. and I are going. Ray and I are yeah. going to the show. Mm-hmm. Ray I wish got I his. Could. Ray got his own tickets. Yes, but, um, so we're in the same you. section as Chris. We are in the same section. Yeah, nice. I have. Rows away. I have four seats. Wow. To so, Rage Against the Machine. I mean, I wish I could, but again, that's like should the I whole find thing. out who this band is? You should. Yes, you should. Should I? Yeah. You've never heard the name Rage Against the Machine. Right. You're only 15 years too late, or actually uh, much longer, like 25. 25. 25. 25. Yeah. I mean, I was a Pixies fan. It was kind of different. <laughs> oh, I like the Pixies. Uh, but, I had different you know, 90s than y'all. Like I said, it's like you, you know, if you can't afford it because you haven't made good choices, that is your problem. Oh, I made a poor choice, but I'm so <laughs> no, but right. you know what I'm saying is like no, if I you didn't. really, no. how long have we known these tickets were mm-hmm. going to go on sale? Right, long time. You knew they weren't going to be and less than a hundred dollars. Period. Said, I said exactly. I, I did exactly what I said I was going to do. I said if they're not insane. I will buy as many tickets as they let me yeah. to sell to my friends because not everyone can get online and can right. blast right. it. So I went on, and they were $125 a pop, and I immediately hit four, and I went, buy. Yeah. So I have four seats now. Wow. I have one for me, I have one for another friend, and then I have two extra. Now, I'll sell them for $125 I mean, let's see how quick our tax return comes in, and if yeah. that comes yeah. in, what, I'm what down. What is this? Because I might be able to... It's I mean, March 28th. March 28th, oh, Saturday. Oh, after my birthday. Saturday. It's a Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, if you're not a fan, I would really, you know, not want yeah. to fucking take your money to go. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, know, like I said, if our tax return comes in right yeah. away, uh, another, I'm down. Another thing that really bugs me about the people that are complaining is I'm a really big Rage Against the Machine fan, and I'm a totally. really big Run the Jewels fan. Yes. Right. Whenever I saw they were doing the comeback tour, I was like, well, maybe. 
maybe I'll go because right. I, big, oh, I big concert experiences for me are a little stressful. Even though it's like because you're a big guy, yeah. I know, I know. There's I know. so many, there's so many just like people and things. But uh, it's I very people. I went and I looked at the pre-sale tickets. And they were like 350 bucks. Like mm, what the price of people? Yeah, are. but those are all bullshit. Exactly, and that's why I was like, well, I'm not going to pay that. Whatever. And so it was really kind of just like, well, we'll just check in and see how much they cost. But just to make sure, right at 11 o'clock on yep. Thursday, we were in the queue to check it out yep. and buy them. And it was just like, if you weren't there for it, you know, that's unfortunate yep. for you. But it you just, know. you can't yeah. now go to the internet. Well, you can. Well, and you can't America, rage but. against Rage Against the Machines. Like, <laughs> well, you know, they, here's the deal. Like, <laughs> like. I also made a joke. I said it was it's an outrage. I did make that one comment, but it was on a comedian's joke. And it was like he was making a pun on rage. And I was like, it's an outrage. Anyway, um, <laughs> so I, I think it just bothered me that people were automatically like really mad at rage. And I was just like, look, here's the deal. If you've ever been in entertainment, you know that they have very little control over right. how much they're charging. And the even, other thing and, is, and like Tom you Morello said. Tom came out and he apologized. And he well, said, yeah. I mean, and you you know, like Chris said, it was like, you know, they're paying all these people. They haven't played in years. That's a lot of time and effort and people. Yeah. And, and um, I don't know. I just... It, I wasn't mad. I was just kind of like, oh, well, that sucks. Thanks. You know? Um, but I do think the people who went and bought tickets right away and then turn around and sold them like that. Well, those are pieces of shit. They yeah. are disgusting, and it's They're awful. All, those, are, those are all scalpers. And they were Fuck frothing in the mouth waiting for it. Because they knew people wanted to yes. go to this show. And, and if someone's like, well, how can they have done it? And like Valeria was saying, well, you did see that like you can't pick up your tickets for like 10 days, or they're not going to release for like 10 days. Yeah. Yeah, but... That doesn't stop scalpers. There's no. always a way around it. Well, yeah. and yeah. and if you think about it, those scalpers are taking money out of this charity because that yeah. money, the the double, triple, whatever the tickets are, yeah. that's not going to that charity. Yeah, it's so going in someone's up. pocket. That's that is disgusting. What they should have done is sold all the tickets for $125. Yep. And, and not then, let people do that. And then the only way to get the ticket is to show up to Will Call at the show and pick it up. Yeah. And... But I don't know how, like, you know, someone could sell it and send you the will call pickup. But if your name's not, if it's not your name, you yeah. shouldn't be able to pick it up. Well, right. I mean, I'm okay. Here's here's the thing. Um, I'm okay with people who, like, last minute are like, I can't go to the show. Yeah. I'll sell it to you at a fair price. Yeah. Whatever. But, well, the, yeah, that negates that. But yeah. the, the, the. That's true. The fact that they had a button that was like buy or sell. Yes. Fuck you, Ticketmaster. And they did. And someone tried That's to tell disgusting. me that they didn't. And I said bullshit because I was like, I was like, wait, sell? Yeah. That's what? disgusting. Yeah. And that's why now the seats are up to like $1,000 oh, a piece yeah. because these people know that people are desperate for it and they'll do it. They'll buy it. That's the other thing. People outside of Albuquerque for sure will pay yeah. it. Didn't floor seats sell out in like 20 seconds? Yes. 20 seconds. Yeah. 20 fucking seconds. I knew it would. Mm-hmm. I thought the concert would sell out faster than it did. Yeah. I think the only reason it Especially didn't... Especially for 125 a pop. Right. I think the only reason it didn't is because they had that queue. Well, yeah. Valeria was in queue right at 11 o'clock, 1,500 people ahead of her. Oh, and yeah. you said you got in there and you had like 3,000. I, I got in there 10 minutes before. Yeah. And they were like, you're 3,005. And I got like the section like a little below yours. Yeah. I got the same section, but like maybe five rows. Yeah. Yeah. 
And here's the deal. I am more mad about yeah. My Chemical Romance. And let me tell you why. Yuck. What's their, what's their cost? Oh, it was. So it wasn't like Rage Against the Machines where you had so many people. Here's people a band were, I actually know. <laughs> and people were like buying and scalping the tickets and all that stuff. Yeah. It wasn't like this. What happened is My Chemical Romance announces they're coming back. Crystal and I looked at yeah. the tickets because not going to lie, we're emo kids at heart. $350 a ticket for shitty fucking seats. Yikes. And we were like, fuck, no, fuck you. That's we're not insane. doing it. You, it was well, insane. Hold on, hold on. Are they, have they already gone on sale? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, they have already oh, gone yeah. on sale. Yeah. yeah. Then that's crazy. That, it was, yeah. it was that's crazy. Fucked up. That's fucked and up. we were like, oh, we're not fucking paying that. No, like, fuck absolutely no. not paying that. Um, and then, you know, but then. If you look at, we really wanted to go to the Misfits reunion with uh-huh. Danzig and all that stuff. To us, that would have been worth three hundred and fifty dollars. We don't know yeah. if we'll ever see have that again. Have you seen the, uh, the the super tour that's going around this summer? No. no. You haven't heard it? it's three bands. No. One I don't really care too much about, but the other two, it's Weezer, <sighs> Fallout Boy, Green Day. Oh my one god! Show. Oh my god! That's one a show. And that's the two thousands in a in a nutshell. Oh my god! I see, and I if yeah. I had the money again, I would pay top dollar for that yeah, show because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like an experience. It makes sense, yeah. but you know, it's I've like, seen all three of them, but at the same same time, time? that's that would insane. Be amazing. Yeah, but so Crystal and I were looking into buying the Misfits ticket. It's like one oh, yeah. show. It's not like a tour. It's right. one show. Danzig is, is back. Is this the one that was at Riot Fest? Um, is this this yes. year or has this already happened? It was this year. Yeah, I think Fest. maybe they do it like once a year or something like that. But they have In Denver, right? Danzig. Yes, yeah. they have Danzig. They have the Misfits this yeah. year. They had the Distillers. Like yes. to us, that was worth money. We had saved up and we couldn't get tickets. We had saved up, yeah. and when we hit it, it was already sold out. But that would have been worth it, yeah. and we were able to save up. But well, it's, it's like it was back in the old days. I mean, before the internet yeah. shit. I mean, people still went and bought all the tickets up. Oh, and yeah, then scalped the they shit. They would out go of them. to the Ticketmaster line and buy yeah. them up physically. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is. But Fuck also, Ticketmaster. It, yeah. Ticketmaster Ticket is Master. the problem. It's not yeah. raging. That's why. Machines. That's why. Honestly. Like and, and and maybe we should end on this. Why I like like uh, the one thing about Albuquerque shows is this guy created a thing called Hold My Ticket. Yes, and Hold My Ticket is awesome. I love Hold My Ticket, and he sold it, and I think he's like really wealthy from it. Isn't he from here? Him. Yeah, no, yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah, he's in the band Supergiant. Yep, that's right. Yeah. And um, and so, that place is great. Or place yeah. that. Well now Whatever. and now the owner of Hold My Ticket is one of the owners of Founders. Oh. Yeah. And so I I love Hold My Ticket, man. It, it's it's so it's great. it works great. Destiny Wrestling used them all the time yeah. and they did yeah. great for them. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, we need more of that. Yeah. Less but I mean the thing with a national tour you can't do a local ticket. You company. can't. No. You have to use whatever the national touring people. Are anyway, doing. I'm going to Rage Against the Machine, guys. That's yeah. more of the story. I'm going to be at the show. Fuck you if you won't do what you tell me. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. It's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. Um, I get none of these references. <laughs> Fuck you. I won't do what you tell me. Love it. Uh, you know that those who died are justified. I love that Rage Against Vanessa Carlton yeah. is amazing. <laughs> oh, that's da, 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 da. Fuck you. <laughs> Motherfucker. I love that part. 
yeah. So, anybody have anything to promote as we finish uh, this show? Tomorrow night, as every Monday, I have my open mic at Founders, which we have given a lot of love to tonight. Yeah. Um, because they're great. We love them. The Nuggets will all be there. And uh, so sign up if you want to do comedy. We've had a lot but, of new but, people wanting to do it. It's at, You come and you sign up starting at 8 o'clock yep. and the show starts at 9. It's good. It's actually a really good uh, comedy night. I mean, it's funny because like, I feel like it's it's become such a pressure cooker of a show <laughs> that you're, you're not getting these people that are like, they're getting pressured not to do it that are, that yeah. are kind of like rough. Uh, yeah. yeah, you know what? Actually, the last few weeks we've had great audiences. Um, I'm really grateful for the people who are coming out and yeah. letting us work out our material yeah. and really embracing what it is. Um, and I think that causes a little bit of pressure um, for people who are not doing so great. But also, you know, Royal and I will kind of call you out yeah. if you're doing the same bullshit every week. Um, or if you take a number two in the bathroom. Oh, well, yeah, that's not allowed. Big no, no. That is a rule at our open mic. We open it by saying we only have one rule at our open mic. You can cuss. You can you can tell any kind of material you want, but do uh, not shit in that bathroom. Oh, dude, it stinks up the whole place. It stinks oh. up the whole place, and the comedians, we will kill you. They did. They, this dude took a shit in there, and, they, and then he then he said the N word. Yep. And he went Ooh. black. And they're like, "Man, did you did, you drove in from Phoenix, right?" Like Zach and Beta called him out. You drove in from Phoenix, right? And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Cool." Did you come in here? Did you drive all the way from Phoenix to drop an N bomb and then a number two in the bathroom yeah. and then stink up the, the open mic? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he so, got so embarrassed he left. We <laughs> have we have one rule. I mean, also we don't like racist bullshit. We don't like rape stuff. We want women yeah. to feel comfortable. We want everybody. We don't yeah. want we don't want anybody to feel uncomfortable there. And that includes like not feeling like you're going to get pink eye by the end of the night. Um, but it's a really fun <laughs> right. time. Fair. You guys can come. And I always post the password on my Instagram, which is at Hollybird comedy. Um, on Monday morning, uh, we make up our password. I'm just waiting for the day that buck, uh, takes away that privilege from us. Cause uh, right. our passwords get weird. So yeah, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. It's all Brandon. Isn't it Brandon? I no, Brandon. it's all of us. Like it okay. rotates. Like we all kind of talk about it. And then uh, usually we all have an idea. And then whoever's is the best. Brandon has been winning a lot. Though. Oh, okay. So um, Ray, do you have anything coming up? Yeah. So uh, you can continue to follow me on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat under Ray Basura. I have been uh, doing a lot more art now that I quit wrestling. So you can find uh, my art page uh, as Basura Paint on Instagram and on Facebook. Uh, but that's been mostly it. I also want to make sure to take an opportunity to really thank the people at Los Primos uh, Mexican oh, Grill. So good. Uh, oh, for sure. They yes. provided the tacos in our first hour that we got to try out. And um, I don't know if I had said it earlier, but they actually close at uh, 5 o'clock on Sundays. But they decided to uh, to stay open just a little later so we could have the freshest tacos uh, for tonight. That's and amazing. I, and I really appreciate they them taking, taking that time. And, and they're, it's an amazing spot. They have breakfast, lunch, all the good Mexican comfort food that you'd be looking for, but open seven days a week on Manal. Uh, the the family that owns it is amazing. Those those owners are great people. They even went out and got a cooler Aww. specifically to keep our stuff nice and warm yeah, for us. Uh, so cute. There. But I just wanted to make sure to thank them again for uh, for helping Aww. us out today. Yeah. <laughs> Smiley, what do you got? Um, uh, you can watch me on. Uh, Second season of Midnight Texas, uh, streaming on Hulu and uh, the NBC app. 
Uh, currently, you can see me every Thursday on Fox on uh, the TV show Deputy. And uh, upcoming things, uh, you, I will be in a uh, Zack Snyder zombie movie, Army of the Dead. And if you want to see me more zombie stuff, I'm also in uh, Daybreak on Netflix. Nice. Very cool. Oh, Chris, can I say one more thing that no. I forgot to mention? Okay. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Uh, I also just, if you see this sweatshirt that I'm wearing, yes. and, uh, it's really, really cool. And if if you're listening to the podcast, like, you should look on Instagram. I'll have pictures of it. Uh, Ming Chen and shared a universe. shared universe sent me a hoodie that is like gold. It looks like gold plated. Um, and it has a little microphone on the back too. Um, if you guys want one of these hoodies, it is so soft and so comfortable. It is definitely worth the, I think it's 40 bucks. Oh, wow. Thanks, and, Ming. <laughs> yeah. And I, do you that's, want, that's, that's rage against fucking shared universe. Do right you here. want a cropped hoodie, Chris? Cause I'm pretty sure he I, would send you one if you wanted I'll it. I'll wear a cropped hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyway, um, if you want any of their apparel, um, Ming Chen does a really good job. I don't know if it's him that does it, but all of his stuff that I bought one from his, uh, Houston place, uh, Coral Sword. Coral Sword. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. Um, and that shirt is super soft, but this is the cutest, like most comfy hoodie I've ever had. So thank you, Ming. I feel like this is my early birthday present. So, uh, for sure, check out their apparel. It's really cute. I mean, I have a hat. Had to buy it. Just, you know, I guess I'm just trash. No, oh just my god! <laughs> You're such are you, trash. Are you poor, Chris? No. Like, no, I think not. Ming was just like, um, "You look cold. Here, have a sweater." So I have an announcement. Uh oh. We're gonna change the show a little bit. Oh no! Am I getting fired? Am I no. getting fired? No. You had to think about that. That nothing more. Me. It has nothing to do with <laughs> with Holly. No. Or me. Or Ray. Uh oh. Oh. I'm fingers still up here though. Uh oh. I bought you something. Ish. We're gonna put up a bar right here, <gasps> and you're gonna sit behind it, and. If you want, if this is up to you, I'm going to, oh, it's it's a portable one. And it has a thing that goes around it that's cloth. And I'm going to have them put our logo on the front of it. Cool. And sometimes we're going to have signature cocktails that you're going to make for us. Ooh. I can do that? What do you think? I mean. Seriously? Yeah. yeah it's ordered. Fuck yeah, yeah, man. It's been ordered. I forgot to tell you. <laughs> um, Whoops. Damn. I will, uh, I'll get my barrels out of storage. I can start making like aged Man- Manhattans and exactly. stuff. Nice. And we'll have like, you know, we'll be like, Smiley's over here making a drink for us today. Yeah, tell we'll probably us move what's this going into it. We can camp. have bartender offs. Could, yeah. I We've mean, that Smiley for sure is a better bartender than me. Like, you for sure bartend. Also, like, I don't want to. Um, <laughs> but we can finally make our Bloody Marys mm. and have a Bloody Mary So off. if we have a guest on the show, we might have a special drink. That That's you so cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I I'm did not so know about excited. this. And it's a portable wow. bar. It can be, it can be, it, break, it breaks down really quickly. <gasps> and uh, can be taken to Road to Riches. Oh, my God. This which is coming so up. Great. Yeah. So, I, the, so the people, you know, May 17th, uh, actually. It's not even my birthday yet. Thank you so much. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. This is exciting. Yeah. So Road to Riches, they, they announced the poster. Uh, to It was yesterday. Is that when I put, did I post that yesterday, yeah. James? 
Or you, you were there too. Yes. So let me let me throw this out there. I, I you know, we go to Road to Riches every year. People ask about it. Uh, Ray, I don't know if you know. You're more than welcome. You're invited. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is something you want to go to. I'm going to actually go this year. So. Okay. But, you ha- but are you going by yourself or are you going to go with the family? I think I'm going by myself. Oh, okay. Yep. I was going to say, if you go with the family, there's the family side. Uh, you know, I You know, they actually, they, they draw, like the picture of the camp yeah. actually has us on it now. I would tell oh, you, awesome. I would tell you, so, honestly, and this is Tim Drink camp. if this is your first year, you should probably not do the family thing. Yeah, no, no, no. You should That's, just do the fun thing. I, I was like, so I talked to yeah. Hamster about it as soon as you posted it. Yeah. And uh, I was like, look, here's the deal. If you yeah. really want to go, we could take the baby. Right. They have a family section. But right. if we do that... I'm going to be sad. Yeah. Um, and not because I hate my child. No. It's just, you know, I need to let loose and hang out. You guys have noticed that I have no. really dedicated, I really have dedicated a lot to Hamster and the kid and all that. So he was like, no, I want, this is what a real partner is. He yeah. goes, here's the deal. How about you go with your friends? You haven't been able to go the last two years. Right. I want you to be able to go. And have fun and not worry about me and not worry about the baby yeah. and There's just let balloon. loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they announced this is they, – they sent out the flyer yesterday, uh, the 27th annual tie-dye party. Um, the bands are Wooden Wire, Jackie and the Racket, Lon Kalanka Band, Smelter Mountain Boys, The Hoth Brothers, which I'm excited about, The Deal, uh, Escape on a Horse, Cheese and Friends play John Hartford – and Russell Pyle, who's a you know Russell who's James, that guy, who's a really good friend of ours. Yeah, really um, good friend. It's May fifteenth through the fifteenth uh, and sixteenth. Oh, and it's forty dollars for the weekend, and that includes your ticket and your camping. That's awesome. So it's gonna be so fun. There's prayer parties. They still do uh, breakfast on the second day. No. Oh, are you guys super excited to me to get wasted and have epic drunkness with you guys? Um, at Road to Riches, you're going to be amongst. Uh, I'm going to have fourteen so other people fun. right in the row that are doing the I same. I love band. it. So, uh, yeah, and then uh, other than that, um, we have next week's show. We're going to have Amanda from the Red Light Cameras. <laughs> I love her so much. And then the week after that, we're going to have a, a ABQ Brew, which is a. Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't really know what it is. Like it was an app. It was like a. So they're they're relaunching and they want to kind of come on and like tell about what their relaunch is. And sure. So that should be cool as well. So. Awesome. Also, if you guys really want this to happen, I can make one text and get this to happen. We could have a cable guy on the show. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I want that to happen. I have. But you can't so yell many at questions. him. Like I'm not going to yell at him. Yell at him. Oh, I'm, not, I'm, gonna <laughs> I'm not going to yell at him, but I'm going to ask him questions. Yeah. I'll wait till the, the mics are on, I may, but I'll yell at him for sure. Because I, I would like to have him come on and tell stories about like crazy shit that's happened to him. Because I'm sure yeah, crazy stuff should. happens. Yeah. So I can get I'm that down. Happen. All right. Cool. Well, yeah, definitely check us out at any of our, any of our you know, tendrinkminimum.com. We have all of the social media sites. We have, you know, at tendrink, uh, you know, on Instagram. Uh, Twitter is tendrinkminimum. So add us on there. Um, Are we also is uh, our beer still at Dialogue? No, oh, sad. I was there yesterday. Real sad. Yeah. I think they, they ran, ran out. They ran out, and they still don't have a brewer. So yeah. here. I mean, they could. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm aware. Yeah. I'm just petitioning. Uh, yeah, I had some <laughs> issues when I was there yesterday. So uh oh. Yeah, yeah, not not bad. I like the place. I love the still love the place. Still Everybody love loves the owner. it. Yeah. 
All right. But uh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, thank you guys for being here. What's the place with the tacos? Los Primos Mexican Grill. Thank you all. for those tacos. They were amazing. Thank you. So good. Thank you, uh, Safe House Distilling, for the double white lightning whiskey and the vodka and the vodka with the green chili. Uh, with that, we, we are, are 10 Drink Minimum. minimum.